the deluxe version. Are you Daryl? Oh shit! Yo, this is Daryl. This cat is a hood legend. Cat is a hood legend. Cat is a hood legend. Yo, what's up? We are back again with episode 15 of the deluxe version. Yep. Uh, if you didn't know, the deluxe version is a podcast where creators critique and converse on content and concept. I'm your curative creator, Daryl the Sharp. And this time I actually have two guests with me, which is which is usually nice uh, stepping shit up. Uh, we got Anthony Crawford back in the building. Hey. <laughs> and we got, a new, we got a new guest this time, uh, Miss Ashley Osborne. What up? Yeah. What up? What's good? Yeah, we back. We back. <laughs> This should, be a, this should be a fun episode. I'm excited. For this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like, uh, wait, uh, quick shameless plug. Or this is my fucking podcast. I'm going to, I don't have to, it has to be, it doesn't have to be a shameless plug. But follow the deluxe version on Instagram at THEDLX version. Uh, that's where you usually see the album art. And follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash the deluxe version. So, yeah, we're, we're here. We're episode 15. It's crazy. This is fifth, the 15th episode. And uh, Ashley, since you're the, you're the new kid on the block, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Because, like I said, like two minutes ago, motherfuckers don't know you. So, <laughs> so well, yeah, uh, yeah. For those who don't know me, you can call me Ao. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, I'm here. I live in LA. Uh, been here about a year. What else? What do I do? I just make shit, and we <laughs> just trying to get by and make shit. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's all, all I want to do. No, talk about your talk about your photography though, because you yeah. done some dope shit. Take pictures of salon and shit. Man, yeah. I know. I so now, if there's I'm, a time I'll to start, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be shooting. I'll be shooting. <laughs> She's a shooter. I just got laid off from my job on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so if you, anybody needs a shooter, yeah. this is not a shameless plug. Yeah. This, this is no, just this is real promo. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like, this is my life. Everybody got a shooter, and she's a shooter. Hit me up. You can follow me on Instagram at high. She's already plugging on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're going there, high underscore. Plug all your shit. Exactly. Plug all the connectors. Mm-hmm. High <laughs> underscore. A Y E O H. High A O. Then you can find everything else on me from there. So. I do a lot of stuff. Hit me up. Yeah. I can help make shit for your brand and for you and whoever else. We're just trying to build brands. We're trying to make brands strong like like Dita Samara. Word. Yes. Real talk. I always like Dita Samara. No, like, uh, but going into that, uh, what got you into photography? Ooh. You know. Yeah, we about to, we about to have a whole backstory <laughs> before we go into some real shit. Well, when did... So... I've always, like, had an interest in it, but I never pursued it pretty much, like, all my life. I don't know where it came from, but I was mm-hmm. just like, ooh, cameras are cool. So my senior year, last semester of college, I took a, I needed, like, elective, so I took a commercial video class. So I was like, oh, I'm about to do this advertising boot camp. This could be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my yeah. girl. NGP. Hey. I was like, hey, let's, let's get up in here and see, like, started using the camera originally for video so when i graduated i asked for a camera as my graduation gift so i got my like my rebel mm-hmm. with the kit lens. oh that's that's usually the starter <laughs> kit the rebel yes, yeah that's i mean that's still what i use now yeah. i gotta upgrade my shit that's crazy though then you're just making all that uh you're doing all that just stuff a rebel a rebel yeah, yeah. That's i was like i i gotta get like the next i gotta upgrade so i can like really go to the next level but you know, then I started, I went to MGP and my friend, um, Selena, she started, she like taught me how to do, to take pictures like in manual mode. 
more so. Selena Devon. Selena Devon. Shout out to shout Selena. Out. Love her. Shout out. And yeah, she like, because she started her page, Smile A Day, which is another plug. Go follow Smile yeah. A Day on Instagram. Yeah, we just really trying to, well. we're just trying to create these connections. Listen, yeah. absolutely. If somebody benefits from this, that, that's all that matters. It's a yeah. really positive page. So if you like positive, mm-hmm. like messages and images, go follow Smile A Day. It will like uplift your day and make you smile. A Real day, talk. Basically, pretty much. So she taught me how to use it, and then I came. Um, I stopped doing it for a while. I would shoot every now and then, but mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it consistently. But another one of my friends, Jess, she would always when I moved to LA. I was like, I hated my job. I was depressed. I needed like a. That outlet. was me when I came out here. Yeah, I was so depressed in my last job before I came out to LA. Yeah, it was like it was just a mess. Then when I got here, Jess would always hit me up like, "Let's go take pictures." Like, let's just do something. You know, she always wants to do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we did that. We would always go, like, we went to, like, the Venice Tile House and, like, just cool locations and just take pictures. And then one day she said that her friend saw her pictures and was like, oh, who took your pictures? And she told her me. And she was like, I need pictures for my website. Like, I'll pay her. This was September of 2016. And I was like, Oh shit, somebody wants to pay me to take pictures of this. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Okay, let's do it. I was like, okay, I gotta get all this like editing software and like start learning how to do I did not know what I was doing. Were you super intimidated? I was I was excited because I was like, damn, like I I really enjoyed doing it because it was so like therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. So it, it was like it was really like an outlet and and then I got into this thing where I just kept taking pictures of like beautiful black women, like all the time. And I would just do it. And Nothing wrong with that. It, I, I was yeah. here. I'm here for it. I'm still here for it. Like it, it's so powerful. And then I would just start. I wanted to just do shoots like on my own just to practice so that I could learn how. And then 2017 came and I started like going hard like I would shoot every weekend for like the first I haven't I don't do it like that anymore but the first like quarter of this year I was just like every chance that I got yeah, your Instagram shooting. was crazy. It was just like always just like feeds of just like people. Just, yeah. yeah, that was incredible. Like barely ever me. I got to get back on it. But I, I, like I said, my life is like shifting right now. So <laughs> <laughs> going through a lot of changes, but I'm definitely about to get more consistent, get my consistency back up. Is yeah. What I should say. One thing we just talk about is like goals and stuff. Was that like a goal for like the beginning of the year for you? Just like being consistent with that? Or? Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I've fallen off, but you know, we still got six months left mm-hmm. in the year. What do you want to do for the rest of the year? What's like, uh, what's a, what's a goal that you have that you feel like you haven't accomplished or like it's like in progress? Um, I would say doing more, put having more time to do more photo shoots that are my own concepts. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to, do more video which is originally what i wanted to do like mm-hmm. in the first place and um upgrading my equipment ha- making that investment that's so like see like i just lost my job and i'm like shit like if i really want to go to the next level i still have to throw out more money you yeah. know a little bit mm-hmm. but i'm gonna just take it one day at a time and i want to like have my work on display places and just like collaborating with people, building more, like making more stuff. Real talk, yeah. Making more money. It's always too. about collaboration. Yes. Yeah. 
just building shit, just building relationships and just building uh just building ourselves. It's yeah. It's beautiful. It's I, I've beautiful. seen you collaborate with like a lot of people since you've been here. Like I see mm-hmm. you Yeah, you're always like, collaborating with people. I, I like to yeah. I like to work with people. Like I don't really like I, I I like being by myself, but it's so much more fun when you have like people that you vibe with mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. just make cool shit. Who was the best person that you like worked with so yeah. far? Yeah, yeah, for real. Oh, I don't know. The best person I've worked with so far. Or what's been like the best opportunity, maybe? That's so hard. I I really enjoy being able to shoot like concerts and events. And it's not even opportunities that some things are opportunities that people give me, but a lot of good shots just come from me like mm-hmm. being around and having my camera with me. Mm-hmm. So like when I went to South by Southwest, oh, that yeah, was incredible. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I went to the shows, so I volunteered at South by and that's how I was able to like be down there and have like a badge and everything. So I had a music badge, so I got to go to whatever shows I wanted to go to. And um, YouTube had Ray Schremer, Schmer, what the fuck ever, Ray Schremer, Eardrum, Eardrum, backwards, yeah. <laughs> and like Solange and like this really cool upcoming artist named 070 Shake and got to see like, um, it was just cool. South by Southwest was dope. Like, I got some really good shots down there. Sway Lee from Ray Schremer, he reposted my picture on his Instagram. He ain't oh. tagged me, though. That's how it always goes down. That's always yeah, fucked they up. Don't give it that like, no uh, credit. And my boy Henry, like, he did, a, he did a dope picture of Drake, and Drake reposted it, but he didn't get credit for it. Figured. Shit like that happens all yeah. the time. Yeah. That was, that was really dope. And I think that was, I have to, I have to figure out what to do, like, with those pictures. Cause Y'all remember the Facebook days where you could tag yourself on those photos? Hell like, yeah. your like, friends could, like, go me. in and make sure that it's you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. what Instagram need to get back because most of these artists, they take your photo, mm-hmm. and they rip it, and, like, they give you no credit. Yeah. But they had that Facebook functionality. Oh, that's, that's where you. watermarks are just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, watermarks yeah. are I so essential now. I have to figure out now. good watermarks because mm-hmm. I hate watermarks, but they, like, matter. They do save life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you need that credit. credit. Like, yeah. 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 This building up from that. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. All right. Let's see. That's, that's a lot. But yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'll be out here. Yeah. Any streets? Any, any streets? Any streets? LA, but I'm available worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, international. Yeah. For, for all of you listeners yeah. out there. She over here, like, I'm international. The brand is that strong. It's that strong. Yeah. Europe, Asia. Wherever. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Anywhere you are. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. All right. All right. Yeah, we can go into some of the topics uh, I sent y'all a little a little earlier this week. Word. Uh, yeah, because some of them are fun, and uh, a lot of them I didn't get a chance to talk to in the in the last episode because the last episode was so fun. Uh, shout out to Paris. It was a really good episode, just talking about Gambino for two hours. Basically, wow. Yeah, we that's just in depth conversation. It was, that's yeah, really. like, yeah, like that's basically like our connections. We we're just huge Gambino fans, so it was just nothing but Gambino talk, especially with him retiring, uh, and his last, his next album being the, being the last album. So that was the main reason I wanted to do that episode. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. So he's retiring. The Gambino name is about to be gone. Mm-hmm. Then whatever next album he's gonna do is gonna be the last Gambino album. Exactly. So I'm kind of wondering, like, if he's gonna do another album in a different name. I feel like he like could. Yeah. His name. Like, yeah, uh, he's creative. Yeah. Awake yeah. my love. I wouldn't not have been mad if it was just like by Donald Glover instead of by Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. I would have. I'm been mad at that. But I'm hyped though because I'm really trying to see him at Radio City Music Hall because mm-hmm. he's playing with Chappelle. 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I want to. I think Baidu. Yeah, be part I need to make that happen oh, and, and go over there and get a ticket. But uh, sounds, yeah, but so going to some of these topics, right. uh, let's see. I just wanted to run <laughs> where you can see from the list is just like random things that were in my head during the week. The topic, yeah. Saw. And one of the, <laughs> one of the first ones I had was just this random idea that I thought Game Boys were to blame for ADD. You know, because yeah. um. Like, you know how we always look down on our phones, and I feel like that shit started when we were playing Game Boys and we were looking down on our Game Boys? Definitely. You talking about Nintendo? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Real talk. I had Game Boy Advance. I had Game Boy Color. Oh, yeah, Game Boy Color. Hey! you were playing Pokemon. That was so revolutionary. They were like, oh, shit, we got Color the Game Boy. Color in the game. (laughs) It was like a small tent, just like a small tent of The Advance, though, that screen was so HD for Mm -hmm. the time. Oh, my God. I thought I was doing it. Then they had the... The DS. The DS, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, used, was I used to play them games. Yeah. Wow, yeah. What was your favorite game that you would play? I really liked... what It was like a basic Mario game. Mm-hmm. It was just something, like, simple. But it was, like, something that you... It took forever to level up on. Oh, okay. Mm. What but about I, you, Ant? You already know what I'm about to say. Yeah. Uh, I was Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> what color, though? <laughs> That's the crazy shit. I never played Pokemon. It was, it was never a, it was never a difference between each Pokemon. They you had to either get one color or both of the colors. Mm-hmm. So they only had like one Pokemon that you can get on the other one. That's true. But I don't even know. Like my favorite one was like red. Yeah, I had blue. No, you yeah. you were fuck for it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I was kidding. No, but I like, was cool, you was bull. And I mean like then they brought out the yellow one with Pikachu. It's like what the fuck? Now yeah. I'm wasting my money. I gotta get another <laughs> no, one. No, the, the weird one was that like cause that for that one, like Pikachu followed you. Yeah, yeah that was but crazy. if you traded it, then Pikachu, Yeah. See my dumb ass got rid of that yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> I was thinking like you could trade out Pikachu and get another Pokemon to follow you, but like oh yeah, yeah that's I, I funny. Lost my Pikachu, damn. And that was the best one I had. I had all the level one hundred motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. I remember like I caught uh, Mewtwo with a Master Ball and shit. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Good time. Yeah, just owning Mewtwo. <laughs> Where, where you get this, where you get the whole point about like the D, the Nintendo causing our ADHD? Like, are you saying it's the precursor to the phone? I think yes, exactly because. Mm. Uh, I don't think before that we were ever just like staring down while walking. Like we didn't we didn't have something that was like so mobile that we were just walking. That's a good that's a good assertion. Yeah, I will always play in the car. Oh, that's like, true. My Did you have ride. the little light joint where you with a little top light? Yes, on it? I yeah. had that. Oh my god, that shit was so, yeah, that shit you was fire. In, in like at the night, exactly. Yeah. Dur- during rides, <laughs> you know what that was during the, the rides. Yeah. That was the most yeah. cheapest shit I've ever seen. Cause they had like a little screen that curved <laughs> with a magnifying glass. Yo, on it. real talk. Oh my god, that shit was crazy. That, that was advanced the, at that crazy. time. It was advanced at that time. It was just it like what? Yeah, instead of using a fucking flashlight, you got you got this light you can attach to your to your game. But it was so. It was. Whoever made it, it was like the screen, flip, screen, yeah. magnifying glass. So you had to look through the glass. Exactly. And look at your screen. It right. just so weird. I said, come on. Geez. But you're like, come on, I'm, and, I'm popping with this. And then they had the Game Boy camera, the pocket camera. Oh, I don't, I don't I didn't, I didn't have it, but so I. Like, yeah. Let me tell you how this motherfucker works. <laughs> you take your goddamn Game Boy Advance. You put the cartridge in it. It's a little camera that you can rotate left and right. Mm-hmm. So you, the, if you've seen the Samsung 360, the mm-hmm. year 360, it's that in the cartridge form that you put in the Game Boy. Shit. Wait, were those the joints where you could like get the, the photos at Blockbuster? Yeah. No, no, no. It came with a printer. Oh, oh that's right. It came with a printer and a roll. That's right. <laughs> 
Yo, it's got crazy. it. So let me tell you, it's crazy. I was so like, you had to connect. You ago. had to connect the little receipt printer. That's what it was to the oh. Game Boy, and then you take a picture with your Game Boy with the cartridge in it, and it'll print it out. Amazing. Mm-hmm. It was that was like so it advanced back then. Yes, yeah. it was. Shout out to Apple though, because I can't keep, I couldn't keep doing that shit. I had a Game Boy in one hand and a printer receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Apple just made that, everything. That was in crazy. One place. Yeah. That was time. yeah. That was so, good times. I don't know. I feel like Nintendo should just step up and like they they had it at one point, but they need to step it up and be that cool like mobile thing again. They are. They, they, yeah. see, are they dropping like they, a new console or something? I don't. I the want this switch. game. The they switch. Have a oh yeah, switch. yeah. The Nintendo. That motherfucker is beautiful. Yeah, it's it's cool. it's probably it's. I don't even know what it looks like. Well, it's it's a I TV screen. Oh, it's a TV screen, right? Mm-hmm. And it has controllers on each side. So think of the Game Boy Advance, right? Mm-hmm. But this time you can detach the sides of them mm-hmm. to make like either just a regular TV screen or turn them to a controller. So I can set the TV oh, down like and a, I can play my controller. Like a portable Wii kind of Yeah. No, that's kind of cool. So it's innovative. I mean, it's right cool. now you can't find one in stores. They always sell out. And the number one game right now is that Legend of Zelda stuff. So oh it, my oh. gosh, that shit is so you, old. Yeah. I did not grow up on Zelda. I okay. did. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't grow up on Zelda. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Would you believe Nintendo game the Legend of Zelda? That is the number one game in America <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. They gave that shit to you for free when you bought the GameCube. Yep, yep, like yep, that yep, was yep. like a package. Mm-hmm. Wow. But just imagine like how long that has been. Like that game came out when we were kids and it's still the number one game at the age of what, 25? That's, That's incredible. And people our age are buying this shit in folks. You can't find it's it. You can't a, find it. It's a good game though. Like yeah. I, I thought it was good. I played it. It's a good story. It's, yeah. I mean, the music know, was so. The music like, was always. This is where you lose me. Niggas made. I don't know shit about you did, You never played that game? I yeah. never played Zelda. it. I, at home, o- I played Ocarina it. Time, baby. Ocarina yeah. Time. <laughs> I do all the little songs. Get that little harmonica out, that little bootleg. What the fuck? The orchestra, but for real, that would made the game. The I orchestra, know, the mm-hmm. music was people would know each of those songs mm-hmm. by it's heart. Shit. No, it's crazy when like rappers like sample those sa- those same songs, like uh, like how Bryson he sampled Street Fighter for yeah. Sorry Not Sorry, like yep, shit like yep. that. Game, like, video game music has been fire. Yeah, like you just know immediately. You're like, oh shit, I know that. Yeah, he samples Street yeah. Fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I like him a little bit more just for that. Oh, just for that. He's a eclectic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's so into the culture. He, yeah, he's eclectic. Yeah, he's a Bryson tells a blur. Come on, yeah. He, well, you know, I mean, hey, Bryson tells might be a blurred. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, let's uh going to something else. Uh, something else I was saying was that I don't know. I, I had this thought that with social media, I feel like we have an assumed audience. Like, um, like just this fact that we automatically assume that just because we have followers, that people give a fuck. <laughs> like, especially, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. the fact that, uh, like, you might be like, oh, here's this, here's a skit I made, the skit I made about Trump, even though, shout out to Flying Lois, he's saying that we shouldn't really make shit about Trump anymore because it almost, like, empowers him. But, yeah. Yeah, which I really agree with. So I People hope Saturday Night Live doesn't. Shit. Exactly, like that shit is so old now. Old, like, yeah, like why are you still well, shit, making skits about Trump? Still yeah. kicking ass. Nah, I mean, uh, Sashir left, Jay Farrell left, so they're well, kind of whacked me now. I mean, I'm talking about as far as like yeah. their skits are pretty. That's cool. true. Like, Keenan's still there. I think Keenan might be the longest Keenan. person. 
<laughs> he didn't better not go. He better. He needs to like while people still love him. Him he and Kel need to just like do do a reboot I'm of Keenan and Kel. If they do Keenan and Kel reboot. I oh swear to God, the world goes to implode. It's gonna implode. Yeah. yeah, like even when they, got, I think they got back together on uh, Jimmy Fallon randomly. Mm-hmm. They did like a, a good a new Good Burger skit, oh, and that was kind of crazy. I mean, I think like I think we do have a lot of people that assume that mm-hmm. you like. If I remember the question correctly, yeah, the people just assume we give a fuck because you have an audience. Like, mm. like just by your followers, you automatically assume people give a fuck. Or no, it no. Depends on who you, who you looking for. A good example on. of this is uh, I feel this is this is my like single bitterness, I guess. Even though I really don't care, you but no follow. But no, 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 no. With uh, with that's why we here, no, buddy. We got you. No, with uh, like marriage proposals or with shit like that. Like, it's cool that you're engaged, but I don't really care. Like stuff like that. Well, the whole, the whole, the whole concept of social media is just the purpose of sharing. Share. Yeah, you know, what I'm maybe that. Share maybe that's me thinking. Life. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's. I mean, it's a good valid point because you have people on there that try to make a career about sharing, mm-hmm. like sharing her life. And that's true. Like, yeah. Essentially, I don't care. It's inspiration. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but like sometimes, but like <laughs> I think there's people who do get caught up in that lifestyle mm-hmm. where it's like. Some people might actually give a fuck. Yeah. Like yeah. for like sneaker fans, like how the fuck do you get those shoes? Mm-hmm. They actually might legitimately give a fuck. But mm-hmm. for the general masses, it's like we got probably eight hundred friends that we follow, nine hundred friends that we follow, and it's like, mm-hmm. which one do I really care about? Not all of them, probably like your friends, or maybe like that person you like may have a crush on or some shit like yeah. that. But like, I mean, it could just be people yeah. that you met, you connected yeah, with, and true. like you vibe with them, and you want to keep up with. And it's a, it's them a and what small they amount of people. It's not like a whole... Like, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It okay. depends on how many people that you, like, encounter. That's true. But, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that kind of leads to my next question. Does that, like... As, since we're all, like, kind of... I hate the word creators because it's so overdone, but since we're quote-unquote creators, but does that motivate you to the fact that we kind of have an assumed audience to make more stuff to, to share? No. It doesn't? I mean, kind of. Now that I know, only because, for me... Me making things and sharing them, like it creates a conversation around. That's a good point. Yeah, what I'm doing and what I want to do, which is the whole like point. <laughs> right, you know? it's, it's uh, yeah. sharing. That's, I think yeah. with the sharing, it, it does encourage me to like make more stuff. Just to, just to, I don't know, just to get in the painter, almost like impact the culture the way I exactly. want to. Exactly. Yeah. Like absolutely, I share because I want people to talk about mm-hmm. or like see the shit. Yeah. Or like I, if I didn't, uh, I would just keep, I keep yeah. things to myself, mm-hmm. but. I'm intentional in what I share with people. Mm-hmm. See, so. I'm, I'm the opposite. I try to keep myself to myself mm-hmm. and just see what's going on to the world because there's so much oversaturation of content. Oh, now. what if you feel like you, what you're creating is maybe unique? But in it's a way. different. Or it's, it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, to everybody's point, like art is meant to be a di- meant to be different for everybody's eyes mm-hmm. and for creation. But like, if for me, like, if I'm always putting out work, and I'm putting out work against your work and then against your work. Like, I feel like I get overloaded. So like I don't Yo, personally really care. That kind of leads to what I want to talk about next too. I feel you. <laughs> but like I, I I see the genuine blessings of like oversharing, but like I think sometimes not oversharing. It is oversharing. Some people what's can't. oversharing? What is oversharing? When every little thing that you put out on your Instagram is like you think is like worthy, and it's like oh niggas with gets, like five thousand posts. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like what the fuck is this? Like and they and they try to justify it as art, and it's like okay. What is this conceptual meaning behind it, or what's the cohesiveness behind it? Because mm-hmm. to me now it just feels like it's sporadic posting. Mm-hmm. 
So I, this is my timeline, of course. I feel a lot of people that I follow, it feels like it's sporadic and not like a cohesive story behind it. And I don't. I specifically don't want my artwork to be that way. So I just Interesting. Like, don't even want to put my work out there. Then when uh, when he feels like the right time to to join that conversation, then I don't know. I think when you really have a money maker, or not a money maker per se, of generating revenue, but like you have something that's so strong that you mm-hmm. feel so like it's gonna get all the likes and get all the views and get all like the conversation started. Yeah. Like that one strong piece of work. But you put it out. Uh, I was talking really? with Kendra about this in like in another episode. But what if you feel like that's maybe progress or something bigger? I mean, that's another argument to look at it. Yeah. It depends. Like, people have different style te- stylistic taste. Like, Kanye could put one photo that looks super, like, dramatic and it gets fucking views. Mm-hmm. He could take it down and put, like, 500 views like he did with those fashion yeah. shows. Like, it's a different way to look at it. But for me, I'm on the fence of one photo or one piece of artwork that speaks. And I yeah. think, Ashley, you're on a different scale. You're more so about, like, showing progress, showing mm-hmm. story, keep sharing, keep generating conversation. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a right or wrong answer. It's just, like, what is your choice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, though, with that privilege, like, when you're talking about Kanye, the fact that he could post maybe, he could probably just post, like, a blank white photo and people would just, and like, people love like it. it. Well, look yeah. what, the, look yeah. what Kendrick did. I mean, his strategy he, when he released four was literally the picture of the numeral, the numeral letters of four yeah if you doing if you see what's going on with title it's 444 mm-hmm. super strong conspiracy theory uh kendrick is in title you know what i'm, I'm saying joking. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking i'm joking but it's Everybody. like some people yeah. know how to like put Titles. out good work and keep it super subtle and super pulled back and it's just great in how they do it mm-hmm. i mean beyonce lemonade strategy when she came out it was super elaborate but how she like released it it was super minimal yeah that and then you you paid attention because you have anticipation you have curiosity it's like what she's about to do and not just because it's beyonce it's just the fact that like it's pulled back yeah well when she dropped formation i was like oh i need the rest especially when it was like it was like a hidden link too like i think uh it was like an unknown link or something. It was mm-hmm. a hidden link too, so it was interesting how people just found that. I mean, let's. Yeah. I mean, can we can we talk about Frank Ocean, who's been yeah. the whole thing oh. about being very vague so, yeah, and discreet? Yeah. But mm-hmm. in a sense, though, it sucks because even there was so much anticipation for Frank Ocean's last album mm-hmm. for me because I really really loved Channel Orange, mm-hmm. but I don't even listen to his new shit. Oh, you don't like Blonde? Or you don't like it? I I do, but I don't ever like just put it on. Mm-hmm. Like how I I played Channel Orange to like the, back and forth. Oh my for years. There's a CD for yeah. years. <laughs> yep. But like I don't listen to it and I'm like I don't know if it's because I just don't feel like I even have a connection with him oh. as like I don't know it's it's really that's weird inter- that's an interesting point <laughs> yeah. because I love to, the experimental to, aspect of, of Blonde that's probably the main reason I, that I kept listening to it because I feel like I learned a little more with each thing even even Loki that's how I feel about the new Young Thug album the Easy Breezy yeah. with Thugger Girls like I, I like people's fearlessness with the, they're willing to do something fearless and experiment and Alright, whether it's good or bad, it's just like a lesson. That's always that's always I, I, nice. I like your point about like how you don't have a connection with Frank anymore. And I think that it's interesting because like his strategy is backfired. Because a lot of people look towards him for the idea of like how do I stay kind of like low key but still maintain an audience? That is a good question. Yeah. I've always and it's, that and it's like can that backfire? Mm-hmm. It, and it and it can because for me, like I love Blonde. I love Blonde and the like video that he did the staircase to heaven oh endless yeah. yeah endless but at the same time I, I fuck with you on that statement because 
I don't play them as much as I do play Channel Orange. No. I may play it once or twice through the day, but it's not like a consistent like fall through to the album, right? Mm-hmm. So like that, I, I fuck with that statement of yeah. like you don't have a connection because who have who really have a connection with Frank Ocean? That is true. Like who he hasn't that? really had a chance to like fully express himself. Maybe randomly on his tumblers, but. On his Tumblr post, but that's about but it. Even that's, that's super, still, yeah, yeah. Like, like, pull back. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's interesting. I think that's interesting. Oh, yeah, it, it is interesting because uh, it's funny how people go from that level of uh, oversaturating, and then eventually, when we you become known, of, uh, it comes to a point where you almost like desaturate yourself, and you do like all these mm-hmm. rare posts. Like, I'm pretty sure if if uh, well, I was about to say Rihanna. Uh, Beyonce was on the come up. She would just be posting like songs every single day. But mm-hmm. and then eventually, once she was big enough, she would uh, she would just do it. So I think, how do you know when to stop, or how do you like what? Where does that decision come from to just be so scarce with your stuff? I, I think it just depends on like the amount of work you're putting out and like strategy. Because like Daft Punk been doing for years. That is true. Daft Punk been yeah. super subversive who with their like, yeah. they've been <laughs> like people don't know if yeah. who they are exactly. unless you go and look them up. But they? the thing is, what they do, they there's they're like electronic EDM. They put out when they first came out, they did like little anime videos to their songs, yeah. mm-hmm. and they had they like really weird. Like their whole thing is we perform every decade, mm-hmm. and that's hard to do. But when they come out, they come out with the weekend. They Some come bangers. out with Pharrell. They come yeah. out with bangers, and it's like. Is it good music to everybody? Not really. It's more like a mm-hmm. like a click type thing. But the thing is, their work is well curated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I fuck with the most. If you got really curated work, you can do three posts with a little bit of animation and it looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. You beating out most of these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't think you were there when we had our party. Um, when we had the conversation on on the porch. What were we talking oh. about? My friend Curtis. Shout out to Curtis. Yeah, uh, I want to get Curtis. I don't really know Curtis, but I'd love to have him on here just well, to he, talk to him. He made a good point that was interesting because he works at BuzzFeed and he was saying right now it's like it's so much content out there yeah. that it's hard for people to distinguish the difference or try to create your own lane. That is true. But going back to what Kendra's saying, with content, shout out to Kendra too. Yeah. <laughs> We're plugging in everybody. Not, yeah. right. Content Bro. speaks differently for everybody, right? So whatever you put out may be meant for not the audience that you're trying to hit, but maybe for, meant for somebody else. Exactly. That, you that is may a good not point, yeah. Exactly. Back to the idea of like audiences and stuff. Which yeah. Is yeah. yeah. But if you don't put stuff out, mm-hmm. you won't find that know. audience. Yeah. Exactly. You put out too much. You'd be like, look, y'all, y'all hitting well, every, hit how every much mission. Is too much? How much is too much? How much, much? is too much? Hmm. I don't know. I guess it's too much. It's too much when it's not really making an impact or it's mm-hmm. uh, it's repetitive. And that, you're not getting yeah. feedback. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 If there's no growth from it, that's when it's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when when I think negative feedback is a good thing because like hell yeah, then yeah. It tells you. You got to be fierce in this world. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Social media would yeah. come out and, and they will whitewash you. Mm-hmm. They will come out and tell you that you're a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. You're a hat. I mean, social I media, social media has ruthless. became, it, well, it went from being conscious to being like. Was it conscious? <laughs> like Twitter at one point. Oh, we talked about on the no, porch. No, we're, uh, I think, no, I, I used to hear this on like Jesus and Merrill episodes, how they talked about how like it was the Wild Wild West where people were telling each other to kill themselves and stuff like that. Like, well, we become like more politically correct. I say with, with but have uh, we though? But have we? Though? I think, or we like to pretend we're more politically. So that's correct. what I mean. But it's a It's a social media has always been a pretend game, though. To be honest, it is. Yeah, no, to some Twitter people. fingers. Twitter, Twitter fingers. Twitter fingers. So real. Yeah. 
stunt on a car that's not yours. That's everything. The Bow Wow yeah. Challenge. Bow Wow yeah, wow Challenge. That is the new the, Nicki Minaj yeah. Challenge. <laughs> oh, what's no, the that? Amber Rose Challenge. Amber Rose yeah. Challenge. No, no. Uh, Wait, Nikki, what's the Nicki Minaj Nikki, Challenge? She was in her plane. She was getting on the plane, right? Oh, she was, she going, was swinging that long ass. That long ass hair was like, attention, bitches. You came with Spellbrock. And she turned around, did like the little walk, and people just redid it. And it, I was just like, I need what, her, like, what are you even her. doing? Like, like nobody cares about you being in Prague. Nobody cares about P-R-A-G-U-E. That's what she said? Yeah, she was like, this I how, thought she this said the real... pry. No, pry. Because she was leaving, she was going, she said, attention bitches. This is how a real bitch leave London to go to Prague. You bitches came to spell Prague. I was like, okay. I was like, P R A G U E. Yeah. That is correct. She turned around. I literally didn't know that's what she said. Wait, when when did she do this? This post? I think it was like yesterday. No, it was like a couple days ago. Was it? I don't know. Oh, I'm not checking for Nikki. No, it hit Facebook. I was like, this. I just know about like the real, realize, realize. Pay my tuition, please. Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Like, what's up with Nikki? Trash. No, <laughs> no. I think Nikki's that. Nikki's time has come. <laughs> I heard somewhere else that Nikki is basically the female Wale now because she's so stagnant. Oh. That that was kind of fucked up. But I was like, I, I'm she not making money though. She is. She be getting features. She do. She do, but. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Like at this point, I almost kind of missed the Starship days because she was popping then. I don't miss that. I hated that you whole hated that? Pink Friday bullshit. I hated all them wigs once again. But which is re- weird because I love wigs. When she over curated her shit, she did. She was it everywhere. Was too much. She was like trying to be a Harajuku Barbie, like she, on some mm-hmm. other shit. Not even the ratchet one, but just like a real like. Now she's like Japanese. Yeah. Now she's like not even on she's like in that same field, but like it's like pull it's way pulled back. Yeah. She's she's I think she's trying to go back to like kind of where she yeah, where she started because she went way far somewhere. Yeah. That makes me wonder, is it too much if you're rebuilding yourself with each thing? Like maybe if you're like a good example I was thinking about is the uh like the yeah baby guy. Like mm-hmm. they do like like how they were basically doing that with every single celeb. What if they did something new? Would it be would it still be oversaturated if they tried something new? No, I don't think I don't think there's nothing wrong with rebuilding we, yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's good that you are able to switch up every so often. If you have that ability and still create good work. Oh, like with the Daft Punk example. Well, Daft Punk really has been consistent. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they wear like the little black capes and they do like the little like vests. I mean, they haven't changed, but mm-hmm. like. Kanye is one of those people that has switched up in seven different formats. They have memes based on they how. do like the seven different you know? forms of him. Yeah, like yeah. The, the the backpack I mean, and the glasses. Pharrell can switch up. Pharrell went from like kind of hood style and it went mm-hmm. to like kind of like preppy skateboarder yes. Art Deco like, now, super Art Deco, <laughs> yeah. and now he went from like Indian. And I'm just like, yeah. but it'd be fresh, and I'd be like, <laughs> damn, yeah. But like there's nothing wrong with rebuilding yourself. It's always good. Yeah, Bruno Mars rebranded himself. Oh yeah, that's true. He had the Oh yeah. He's, for real. He had the now. fedora and shit. Now yeah. he's got the afro. Now he's out here funky as mm-hmm. hell. Funky. <laughs> I love that. that yes. Funky. Yo, that shit with like that album was hard. I love yeah. that new Bruno. Mm-hmm. I like 24 old karat Bruno magic. Too, but yeah. I hate that they did the remix with Gucci Man. <laughs> no, the par- <laughs> no, the party next door remix. That shit was so good. I'm gonna have to listen to Party that. Next Door did like a, a remix. It's on Spotify now. That, that's crazy how like officially got 
the part next door did like a remix and they it almost sounds like they're doing a duet. Party's so fucking underrated. I can't stand this Gucci one. The Gucci one is horrible. It's extremely horrible because it's like, mm, hey, mm, hey, mm, hey, Gucci. I'm like, whoa. I was not yeah. prepared for Gucci. Gucci. Does Gucci say burr anymore? I don't even have to say burr anymore. Uh, oh, no. I'm a, yeah. Burr, burr, burr. I don't know. Gucci the snowboard. Ice man. Yep. <laughs> so I said so. He kind of rebranded himself when he got out of it. <laughs> he rebranded. Yeah. He had a hell of a rebrand. Exactly. I know that. He rebranded no. his whole life. He reset. That's he what right. <laughs> yeah. He rejuvenated. Yeah. Resurrected. <laughs> Found he in the youth in this motherfucker. Like, his rebrand was so good. People thought he was a clone. That was crazy. Literally. People thought he was a fucking clone. That was fucking funny. Yeah. Gucci has like the the transformation of like the last five years. Mm-hmm. For real. The, you talk crazy. about a rebrand. Exactly. Like, like if you told me ten years like, ago that he was going to glow up like that. No. No. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yo, I'm going to use that at work. Yeah. When we talk about rebranding, I'm going to do a Gucci fat and a Gucci skinny. Exactly. Version. That, that, that's the act. That's mm-hmm. an actual rebrand right there. That is. That's that's an incredible rebrand. We need to take advantage of that or maybe uh, talk about that more. Uh, let's see. Something else I thought was interesting is that I feel like, like back to this idea of social media, I feel like we're in this age of comparison like no other. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with like, again, a good example of that is maybe the explore pages is I'm always on, I'm always seeing like different art styles or maybe different skits, but it's almost like the same thing with different styles. So you're almost like competing with each other. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like it's, it's interesting because it's, uh, it's it almost helps you to build your uh it almost helps you to build yourself, but it's also makes you self conscious because, mm-hmm. like I feel especially with Instagram, people are saying that it's making people more depressed than ever. It's probably like the uh a leading cause to depression. Yeah, is Instagram. I think if we read the same article because it's and I, don't quote me. I'm probably nah, wrong, go for it. But the one I read, the article I was reading, I think it was Ad Week. Mm-hmm. Some creator director posted it was saying that Instagram and social media. Since there's so much content on there, makes you less creative because you don't take mm. time to think about what's going on around you, mm-hmm. right? Because you're connected with the world, mm-hmm. right? You're it's a globalization as we know it. So with you looking at everybody's life and everybody's content and every what everybody's doing, you're not thinking the next potential or what could happen because you're seeing the same thing over and over again. So you feel like that's the same route that you should take. Because that's a good point. Yeah, it almost it puts is. you in a box. It almost. I mean, because everybody's doing the same perception. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like everybody's doing the same like skit with the words at the top and the words at the bottom. Exactly. Like everybody can't be King Batch, right? And it's like, I mean, but like he started the trend. Mm -hmm. He made it successful. He made it a a way for you to be an entrepreneur outside of the traditional other influencer shit. Mm -hmm. So people were like, I can do it too, and they did their own thing on social media, and now it's the same. Reformatted yeah. content with just different people. It is, yeah. Like, mm. it's, um, like, like you're saying, it's like oversaturated mm. too much. I'm gonna say oversaturation yeah. is 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 a, is a bitch. Yeah, because it's like you do, you have to literally go on your social media binge, cut off your social media, and like work on yourself. Yeah, because you'll fall into the binge. same trap. Yeah. You'll fall in the same type of work, same type of trap that everybody's so used to seeing. It's almost just like it's me. interesting finding like that middle line between because. The main reason I like saying on Twitter and Instagram is that I'm I like to be aware of what's going on, but at the same time I'm basically aware of what other of how other people are responding to what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So I wish there was one way where I could just know maybe the news or something or something popping. Well, it's um it's I think my job calls like the social social bubble or like social sphere bubble something around that, but like 
since we're curating our own social media timelines, your timeline is going to be different from mine, mm-hmm. right? Your timeline is going to be different from mine. Mm-hmm. So what I'm seeing, I'm, I created that. Right. Mm-hmm. I created that sphere. So it's hard for me to break past that to find something new because mm-hmm. thanks to technology and algorithms, algorithms, they know everything that I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not finding yeah. what I want I to see. I was like, yeah. tell me what I don't like, though. Right. That is let, true, me, right. let me find out what I tell don't like. Yeah. Show me what I hate. Since, yeah. We, yeah. since yeah. we live in a world where everything is tap, tap, heart, tap, tap, light, like. tap, tap, this. That might be the we name of this episode. But that's what it is. <laughs> that's that part. It that, is. It's, that part. it's a psychology yeah. that's created oh around gosh, that. Gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The it's psychology a, behind all this shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. We, we, Even just how things look. Just right. How we appear. How we. Yeah, put the aesthetic them out. always looks the exactly. same. And shit. Yeah, it's like we can't. That's why I try to be the the balance between like pessimism and optimism, <laughs> because like people in this world don't be like natural. to hear. Like negativity and people don't like to hear like criticism as much as we creative want that it's hard to be like very accepting of that mm-hmm. and with social media like it's hard to tell people like essentially like find a thing that you probably would not like and see how you can appreciate it that is true yeah like Spotify for example Spotify is going to find every song that you like based on what you hit the plus button on mm-hmm. will it ever tell you something that you may not like that's why I'm and you so, may yeah. actually like it. That's why I'm so grateful for my followers. Or no, I don't even have any followers. Like I mean, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> that's not as vain as fuck because I don't have a lot of followers. But I'm thankful for the people that I follow. I mean, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like I feel like I get a lot of music recommendations from people that I follow, and uh, I'll be like, "Who is that?" And then they'll just tell me about that, or just like the diverse friends I have, like you, mm-hmm. like you guys, where I I'll be hip to something that I didn't even know about before, which is great. This is true. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. why I like to follow people or different people because, mm-hmm. like, they post different stuff that I normally. It's not even that I don't like it, but it's just it makes you think. It exactly. exposes me to something. To something new. I would not have known yeah. about, which is really great. That's what we need That's more cool. of exposure. I think social media doesn't do a good job mm-hmm. of that. And in terms of exposure, they feel like reach is exposure when right. it's really yeah. not. Right. It's more so the you idea. Reach the same yeah. people. You reach the same people, and they recommend you to people that's just like them. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you're Give not, me someone that's like the opposite or you're something. You're not being yeah. exposed to anything. Mm-hmm. You're just following a chain of things that are sequential to mm-hmm. what you like. Yeah. If I could find a career director that I like, Say, my favorite creator right now is Lamar C. Taylor, Weekends guy. Like, oh, okay. If I click on him and I follow him on Twitter, they're going to take me to the next EXO guy. Mm-hmm. And I click on him, they're going to take me to the party next door. And then mm-hmm. I click on him, they're going to take me to whoever's mm-hmm. next. So it's like, who's different yeah. than yeah. him? You know? Like, you're not really trying to follow the same aesthetic. You're trying to basically have like these diverse branches to to basically create your own structure for yeah. which was which is really great. And it's really hard to find. So hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love transition. No, I think I was trying to sound like Jeremiah, like that uh, that "fuck you all the time" song that he did. With, oh, yeah. That, I yeah, fuck you all the time. Yeah, and it's it's like it's like that flicker. I can't I really, I can't really do that with my, with my. I love music. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Shout out to Bennett, Bennett, uh, Bennett, Bennett. He's Bennett, uh, Bennett. Yeah, uh, he was talking about on Twitter how basically he's uh, he was mad that uh, Bryce Taylor is uh, basically taking all the exposure away from Jeremiah, like 
Bryson Tiller. <laughs> because I was thinking about because they, they kind of sound alike. What is Bryson Tiller? Is he trap soul? Is that, is that the thing? Bryson That's the brandy credit for himself. He's lucky he can sing because oh, he can't sing. Shit, he's all right. Mm. He's lucky he could carry He's a no tune. loser. Because yeah. the shit he says doesn't make any sense to yeah. me most of the time. I'll be like, what? Does he write his own music? I don't. I, he say, say nigga in every line. Yeah, he, no, <laughs> that, was so, that was so weird how he was like, aunt, he was like, he was like rhyming nigga with nigga, but Wayne's been doing that for the longest. But it's the way. It's like Wayne is like yeah, da, 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 nigga, da, 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 da. but you got Wayne's a great. You got this guy carrying a tune like yeah. some 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 nigga, some 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 nigga. It's like oh, I'm mad that I was basically like trap soul part two. It's the same. It? He's lucky. Like you are so lucky. You sound decent because you keep making the same exactly, song yeah. over and over. Track after track after mm-hmm. track. I don't know. I mean, he cool. He, he can just... hold a melody. Exactly. Yeah, he can hold a melody. He, 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 makes... <laughs> he got good beats. Yeah. People like that sound right now. Yeah, so I'm, he makes I'm, music I'm, for the I'm, thoughts I, and the fuck I got a question. Boys. I got a question. Yeah. So we... I've, I've been trying to do this pitch for, um, for my friend. He's a producer. And we came up with this idea of like how there's, there's no genres anymore of music, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything is starting to like mash up and mix together like mm-hmm. music has naturally been a general progression from one sound to the next right like mm-hmm. the black people still on top yeah of course yeah. Yeah. you know i mean the best way i can think about it, like country inspired like what young thug no he did <laughs> no like was, i mean the genre oh, no young thug inspired country like genre to, like country to blues blues to r&b r&b to hip-hop oh that okay. progression but now it's not a progression anymore like whatever's new they pushed off to alternative or they call it something brand new like trap soul that is true or like nerdcore what the fuck is trap soul though who else is a trap soul traps i wait what's the wasn't it party next door I feel like Party Next Door, Next Door kind of fathered that. Like, him and The Weeknd kind of fathered that. Uh, I mean, that kind of like. Weeknd was like EDM hip hop yeah. type of like vibes. That Weekend. dark R&B. Like, that, yeah, like, like, yeah, that's what it is. Dark yeah, R&B. But it's yeah, still it's like rock dark, in a way, though. Right. Like, 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 yeah. like, like Travis Scott. Like, Travis Scott is the, the, the pure Travis merger Scott. of hip hop and rock. But yeah. you know who did that shit really, really like early? Who? Kid Cudi. Yeah. Oh, that's Kid yes. Cudi. Kid yeah. Cudi is like the number one. I didn't realize how many people were inspired by Kid Cudi. The whole goddamn the music yeah. industry. Yeah. I didn't realize that until like, until now. Kanye is inspired by Kid Cudi. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, look at well, next Kanye's next album gonna be inspired by Pusha T. Basically, because he called he called him down to help him get inspiration. They have the mountains and shit. But that's, it's just interesting, like how those artists, how some of those artists pioneered like new sounds. Yeah. That's genreless. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlie Gambino made it a point when he called like the radio station here. He was like, genres are dead. Because too mm-hmm. many people are collaborating and it's creating sounds that you keep pushing off to alternative. Yeah. Like Frank Ocean technically should be R and B, but where they put him in alternative R and B, like what the fuck yeah, is alternative R and B? Yeah, when you can't name something, I guess I feel like yeah, we're in a yeah, everything is like so blended now. Yeah. Right, but that's that's the thing. Now that everything's so blended, what do we go from here as a society? Do we? Make up new genres, or do we keep pushing it off? So I think you just have to come up with a name for it, or I I think you just have to like put uh, like put a line down and name it. Because I feel like at first hip hop wasn't named hip hop, so no, yeah, so yeah, you just have to give it a new name or something, and then eventually the same thing will probably happen again. It'll branch out and be like this blurred fusion of other things, and then they'll have to name it again. So so you just have to I guess make it official. Put your stamp on it. You gotta put, you gotta put the stamp on it. But who 
who's to say? I don't know. It's just weird because, like, what do you call it? Like, what what do you call it? Because mm-hmm. I know this artist right now. He's like, he nobody knows who he is, but he's like, plug him. Well, his name is <laughs> his name is Walla Reza. Uh, he hasn't he. Oh my gosh, he is like incredibly talented. He's like Prince. He sings and he raps and he makes his own like beats and music, mm-hmm. instrumentals, all that stuff. And he's very talented. But it's like I'm like I don't even. It, we're trying to define the audience for him, but it's like this shit is crazy because like how do you even do that anymore? It's almost kind of like you put your music out and it's like. Whoever comes, comes if they fuck with it. Cause yeah. you don't, how do you categorize some, if you have like some rock shit and you, but you're rapping on the beat and you say, oh, this is hip hop. You get a lot of people who are listening to hip hop, traditional hip hop and be like, this ain't hip hop. Yeah. That's like XXX and Tassion. Like he doesn't really yeah. claim yeah. that he's hip hop. Yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. Well, what was the other guy? Was it uh, Lil Uzi Vert? Because I think Pigeon. Oh yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't even. Consider, yeah, he's he's a very rock star kind of vibe. Yeah, he is yeah. a rock star. But that in, is interesting. How like one genre they're they'll basically attract another genre. Like I know like so many people that don't like hip hop, but they'll like like a Tribe Called Quest or something. Mm-hmm. Or they don't really like fuck with like the normal hip hop, but they're, they're like a Tribe Called Quest or like someone like kind of off the radar, like a Flying Lotus or yeah. something, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. So I think with those borderlines, it kind of helps. It's almost like emerging it uh, because they're so undefined. It leads. It almost creates two pathways from both sides. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a. It's like multiple it's ways of why. Yeah, yeah. Discovery. It's like a like an unknown yellow brick road or something. Which shit. is which is a good thing. It's actually, so cool because we. I think we need that at this time period, right? Mm-hmm. Because back in the Less day, labels. it's always been like lanes. That's so true. Yeah. Like stay this in is your rock, lane. This is pivotal. Yeah. yeah. This is yep. like. No, like fuck that. Yeah, everything was like so defined because of radio and stuff. Yeah. Yo, what if radio's to blame? Because there's different radio stations, so whatever played on those stations, that was like what that is. Like, like if they played Nas on a country, on a country station, would Nas be country? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's this new scing that's going on. Um, once again, shout out to Pigeon and Planes. They did a, a article about this TV or live YouTube listening station, the new thing. So I did. I read about it, and they were talking about how people are creating like live radio stations through YouTube, like when mm-hmm. they hit the live button and they play like music mm-hmm. through it, mm-hmm. and they base it off of vibes, not genres. Mm-hmm. So like oh. there's like this one that was like hip hop, smooth hip hop, and it would play like like soul, R and B, and hip hop. But mm-hmm. he categorized it based off like the channel. And I said that's pretty innovative, just to play live music. To get away from like the radio format mm-hmm. of different like vibes and feels, mm-hmm. not related to a genre, but like something that's more emotional. That is true. Like that's something cool. that's something based on a feeling. That's that's really nice. That's like the heart of music. Exactly. Yeah. yeah what music just so, needs which to be is based interesting on because you can't put really labels on emotion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, know, like, you feel some type of way. You feel some type of way. You yeah. can't explain it to everybody. Right. Not traditionally like. We always say sad, happy, upset. Those are sure. like basic. Emotions. Those are super basic. Yeah. But like the idea of like when you feel some type of way about like a song that you heard for the first time, like you can't say I was happy because it's an understatement. You can't say you were sad because mm-hmm. that's an understatement. Like it's a array of emotions that hit you depending yeah. what track you on. Very yeah. true. So I'm not surprised that genres are breaking down and turning to new things. For it. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I exactly. We need less labels. We just. Labels are for jars. Yeah. Which is, I don't mind labeling things because it helps us to identify things. But when it comes to like art, it's kind of 
hard to do that, mm-hmm. especially now, because yeah, like but just for I think the reason people do it, or at least the one you used to see for, it, is that it's just uh. Like a, just a quick summary of what of how you define yourself, like yeah. how people yeah. do an elevator pitch, or they'll say like, "Describe what you're doing to me in one sentence." It's just postmodern, yeah. super modern, extra modern, <laughs> <laughs> Art Deco, yeah. Neo Art Deco. Neo Art it's Deco. a reflection of my feelings. <laughs> See, that's, okay. the, yeah. that's the interesting thing about art and music. I believe art, when it first started out, was just expression, right? Mm-hmm. But we've never. I don't think we've expanded past that Mm -hmm. right we're still in the minimalist super Mm -hmm. minimalist art deco like the traditional art history bs while Mm -hmm. music has like fuck it we're just gonna create whatever yeah and it's acceptable yeah yeah another one thing i hate about minimalism is i don't know if it's minimalist or it's just lazy cubism like the cube like i don't like (laughs) 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 you know but that's a good point like I, minimalism <laughs> to some people when they say that, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I feel like it's a skew. Yeah, I don't know if you just because it's like if you're gonna do like one word on like a blank canvas, why did you choose this word? Why did you choose that color? I'm yeah. gonna come for your life. Exactly. That's, and people hate when you do yeah. that. When you're <laughs> like, you gotta, what is the concept your, behind yeah. this font? Like, why explain did you choose? To but do you this gotta. Like but this? when you say minimalism, it's like. It's a battle for me. But the concept still has to be amazing. Exactly. Like, it can't be trash. Exactly. You can't be like, I like the word. You can't be because I felt like it. That's minimalism right there. That heart. (laughs) (laughs) No, it works too because just the placement, like, and everything, like, so beautiful. I just want to, like, frame it. I mean, I I could understand, like, Art Deco, which is kind of like the precursor to minimalism. Yeah. Because it's like, it's geometrics, it's colors, it's blocks, it's shapes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love that. Shit. I could feel you, yeah. but some people have taken the concept of minimalism in our generation has meant like I'm gonna put a word, I'm gonna put a block, I'm gonna put like one small picture, and everything else is just like negative yeah. space. Just like tell right. me the purpose behind that. Tell me the, <laughs> and the you just be a, form from and they be and they be going so hard and to explain. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't fucking. I don't get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm your excuse can't be because I felt like it. it. Your excuse cannot be that. I like, felt okay. nothing. So like, <laughs> so Solange lookbook. Oh, okay, I would argue that's minimalism. Yeah. Because the fact that it's so much negative space compared to her photos, like mm-hmm. one side is a photo, the other side is yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. But your eyes directly yeah, There's to a the style photo, to it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Even how she does her type, where it's like it's in a circle or it's a line or like it's this like wavy pattern mm-hmm. or she breaks it up. That's minimalism. Yeah. Because it's, it's something that something. flows. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, her whole thing's about natural, like Feels and flows and positioning. Yeah. It's, it's freeform but geometric. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Freeform but geometric. So it's like I feel that from her. Most, most like the the softer book, the lookbook. I know. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I saw it. I'm gonna pretend I saw it. That's, that's been I, pretending I, like, I saw it. I don't like. Like I said, I don't want to critique their shit like that. It's a good book. It's just like I felt like they were going for minimalism, and it just didn't hit. Mm. Mm. How would you improve it, or if you could? I don't know. I don't know how I would. I would probably put more because Sansa was very lyrical, mm-hmm. and his whole thing about his process album was just about how he belongs back with his people, how mm-hmm. I took it. So I would show more of like imagery for him. Yeah, his his video was really I, exactly like take advantage of that. that or like yeah. I would use some of his like his old writings or some of his like piano keys, like his notes. If mm-hmm. he even know, I don't know if he knows how to read like 
actual piano. Notes. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he said, I don't, I don't know if he knows how to read. I don't know, because I some people can play the piano and not know how to read the notes, which is yeah. perfectly fine. That's naturally gifted. But, like, I would use those elements to illustrate the story, per se, of just putting a block of copy there and saying, like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the placement still has to be, like, right, even if you're going to be mental, mentalist yeah. about it. Like, even, like, uh, how people, like, still apply the grid system. Does it apply to this oh. grid? Like exact. That's how. That's how. That's your sweet spot right there. Like, and and, you know, I probably get a lot of heat. Is that how you can like tell through the bullshit if it's not in a grid? Yes, yes. Because I had my mentor used to like talk so much shit about me because he was like, "You don't use the grid," and like your issue is until you learn how to use the grid, you're not a designer. And I felt so hurt. Mm. But the thing is, the grid because it's a German theory. It started overseas. It's so strict. It's extremely strict, but like how people break the grid and what they create out of it, it's and super intelligent and super thoughtful. So when I see people do minimalism, it's like, okay, did you use a grid? No. So you just placed the copy right there and you were done. Yeah. Nope. And this is this is a thing that's been around for almost the birth of design, mm-hmm. damn near. So it's like, I believe it's, um, oh, my art history's about to show. Uh, it was not Art Deco. It was... I don't remember shit from our history classes. Mm, can't remember. I don't know. Swiss. Swiss. No, I, I, used Swiss. Cr- I got it. it no, was I used Swiss to design. cram the fuck out of art history classes. It was Swiss. It was Swiss design. They started the grid. Mm. And that so makes sense. It, yeah. They were they cold. The Swiss yeah. is cold. Yeah. But Shout out to the Swiss. You know, everybody, everybody's art style is different. You can't knock it for it. Mm-hmm. It's just, if you're going to come with some minimalism, you better come with the facts, the statements, and the feels. Like, break that shit down. Like, you better break it down. It's so fucking complex. Help yeah. me. Nigga, there you go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Something else I want to talk about that, that was really interesting is that uh, there's talk that AI might uh, be able to beat us by 2060. Like how yeah. I think they're talking about like chess machines and they shit. They can beat us now, right? Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, then, and then Elon Musk said like basically by like 20, 30, or 40, they basically will, will be able to beat our ass. Yo, that's my that's one of my idols, is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He's crazy as hell, but he's so futuristic. Yeah, so futuristic and mm-hmm. thought. Like, the whole thing that he did with the Hyperloop in L.A., we need that shit. Mm. It's going to take some years to get done, but <laughs> the fact that he's thinking about that, yeah. you know, he's thinking about us going to Mars with SpaceX. He's thinking about mm-hmm. how, when we are out of our bodies and in heaven, how do we maintain our thought through this whole, like, he's buying, like, this company to keep our brains alive or something like that. and tra- what? And transfer them into, like, computer technology. So, essentially, how I took it, it's like, when I'm dead, my brain will be a computer, but I have emotions. So now I can tell if I fuck with you or not. Not because you program that shit, because my brain is programmed from, of course, my existence. And I can tell you, I still don't fuck with you as a computer. You are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm, what the you, you hell? No, 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 no. But that's, I mean, it's crazy, but like he's starting that. It's just, it's weird, but it's like, it makes you think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You please definitely take, thought Please about take it. my brain and be like. You want to give your brain to science? Are you an I organ mean, donor? I'm a, no. <laughs> I, I think I am. I was in yeah. Ohio, but I ain't no more. I saw John Q and I was like, I guess I'll be an organ donor. I'm too selfish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't give my shit away. <laughs> you don't want to help somebody out? I don't know. Or after seeing Get Out, it might go to the wrong person. Hell yeah. 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 They be buying black organs. Y'all yeah. know how valuable my exactly. shit is. You can't have my calf muscles. muscles. You can exactly. get some of them. You can't have nothing. My eyeballs. I can't donate my body to <laughs> science. Don't touch my hair. <laughs> 
none of that. Okay? Oh shit. Oh, this is funny. But uh, yeah, the whole AI thing about like them being able to beat us, I feel like it lets us bigger conversations that creativity is gonna be like more important than ever in the future because uh, with like uh, like maybe more logical stuff, like like AI is gonna kick our ass. So it's it's yeah. more important to just find other other routes to just be creative and execute in a way that because the computer ain't gonna be more creative than us. Ever. Uh, but IBM has already created a program that can create art. This, that that's crazy. It's um, is it good? It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it I don't is. know shit about that. I just look, IBM, oh. IBM Watson creativity. That's the name of the project. Like what? Like what did it like? Def- it, it, like the execution it, they do. It analyzed. I'm trying to hold on. It analyzed forty, fifty art styles or different what? artists, and it curated a look and feel based off of somebody's art style. Are you wow. fucking kidding me? And it actually it got a lot of attention because it looked good. Damn. But the thing is, it's a it's a robot that made it and whatever you take technology art and whatever bullshit is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I do know, <laughs> we, I mean, automation is real. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's nothing new. But um, my favorite book is Disruptive Marketing uh, with Geoffrey Collins. He's like this futuristic, like thought leader or whatever. Really good dude. But he, he made a good point in saying that in the next few years, right, we're going to be a very emotional world because all of the physical activities will be taken over by AI and automation. So like Wally, yeah, mm. essentially, because if you think about it, they're thinking about replacing workers at fast food jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh with shit, robots. yeah, and that, grocery stores, and grocery stores. Yeah, they're already doing self checkouts and shit. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, so you don't need like workers anymore, especially mm-hmm. in our country where I think what the 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 CEO of um, uh, what's that place? Uh, the star Carl Jr. Oh, mm. he was like, "You guys can ask him for fifteen dollars if you want per hour, but I'm gonna replace you with robots." And Damn. he has the power and the potential to do that. So now that our physical activities have been taken away, the thing that we're gonna be forced to be as a society is more emotional and understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting, right? Because I'm here for what that's why the current jobs that people are going to for, like as a designer isn't just being a traditional graphic designer isn't being like a printmaker but like they're looking for ux strategy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for people who understand like what are you doing when you're touching your phone when you're going through an experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. experience designers or experience experiential mm-hmm. like marketers will look into that because no we all get the shit with advertising now so now, like we will be more prone to do shit when we can go and have fun yeah or we can be in the mood you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so like now it's like more than ever, like we have to understand people as a culture yeah, and understand each other through different lenses and get rid of all like the racism, which is not going to go away. But nah, like, it's going to stay. We just in, have to be more sympathetic. Yeah, it's going to stay in middle America. Yeah. Poor middle America. Yeah. They took our jobs. I got out, so. Hello. I left the South. Ain't look back since. Nah. <laughs> I mean, but how do y'all feel about that though? Like, about what? That in the near future, I mean, we might not have, you know, Fifteen dollar hour workers taking our orders anymore, or like That's weird. it is. Weird. It will be weird, but I can't really see somebody taking my order making fifteen dollars an hour. I can honestly say that because I remember. Mm. I don't know. This is uh, me thinking about like internships where they were like ten dollars an hour, yeah, stuff like that. So that's me comparing and everything. I mean, it's a good. It's a it's a pull and tug. Yeah, I've, I mean, most of the jobs I worked. I mean, I worked at one like job where at games I was like what twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Fortunately. Mm-hmm. 
But it's interesting how they make this argument of people who work um, minimum wage jobs. Yeah. They need to make a living too. And that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people who are, work, who are working minimal, um, minimum wage jobs are like college students or mm-hmm. like about to go to college. And they probably work multiple jobs too. Mm-hmm. But like, sometimes I can't be here for that argument because it's like that job is meant to be at where it's at. It is, and yeah. And it's hard to justify like making a living off of it because mm-hmm. we're not doing, doing anything, anything, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that sounds cynical. I'm not trying to be cynical, but from my perspective, you're, you're taking somebody's order and giving them a burger. Mm-hmm. That's not contributing to health. That's not contributing to science or the arts. You're just like a robot. It's, yeah. it's a robot. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's a simple task, but it, it almost leads to this bigger conversation I feel about people's worth. Like, if I'm making minimum wage, am I, is does my time only worth like $7 or what? such and such amount per hour like it, no, it makes your value your value as a person is beyond monetary value mm. absolutely like you just because you're making seven dollars an hour or you're making 25 dollars an hour you're not valued by that in my opinion interesting point like your value comes from what you love and how do you right. express that and right. what, what you put out how to you the world. treat people yeah. yeah that's where your value comes from because you could be a poor person but with a good heart and people love you you can, you can work be... at the damn restaurant have a stank attitude towards people that you hand them something like you're handing them their food yeah. and mm-hmm. you're like being a bitch like that's gonna come, gonna it, come back it transfers a yeah, different value that's than interesting. Yeah. someone who's happy to give you your order and you want to and they want to like make your day better or some shit you know mm-hmm. yeah because like and they're still and those two people will still make the same amount of money yeah which is fucked up it is fucked up it's it's crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess it, it's all just reflecting a reflection of whatever you're doing and everything yeah but you know some people do feel that way you know it's some people do feel like I'm working this shitty job and this is all I'm amount to, but like that's a struggle. That's a journey. Yeah. yeah. You're just going through the fire until you get to your mm-hmm. main goal. You just right. gotta find yeah, where your where your true desires really lie. Maybe this cause it's really maybe just a stepping stone for something else. Yeah. It always mm-hmm. it should be. Come on, it's, purpose. Exactly. Always. Come on, purpose. It's always purpose. <laughs> uh this leads to some, something else I was think uh thinking uh about the idea that is it bad if you die from overworking? Would you Hell yeah. Hmm. I, I'd rather die on vacation. <laughs> what, overseas and... Uh... Like, <laughs> I'd rather die not yeah. working. It's like, no. Nah. No, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know the idea of, like, by being... I think where I was coming from this is the idea of, like, being too busy and just, like, dying from that. Maybe, maybe dying from... I don't like know. your spirit dying? Yeah, your spirit... No, no, oh. you're you physically dying from overworking, like... A good example of that would this is probably a terrible example, but like the uh, mm. the John Henry example, how he died from overworking. Oh. Yeah, mm. like would you are you would you be but able he, to? But he died for what he loved, though. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, th- does that make it worth dying for it, though? Like, uh, like say you have this dream of. You gotta die. For I don't know. <laughs> you do have to die someday. No. But. <laughs> oh, Elon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call him on my ass. Preserve, preserve, <laughs> preserve my brain. I want the Lord to have my brain. Yeah. Y'all, y'all crazy. Y'all I don't know. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I think it depends. I mean, it's that whole New York, LA conversation, right? You go to New York to work your ass off, mm-hmm. just to go to work your ass off, mm-hmm. and you co- or you come to LA to be just chill, but you still do good, somewhat good work. You know? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> 
That's it. But no, that's not, not, what you just said. Boy. Like, I mean, you no, just gave Ellen so much black, like, nigga, be posing I didn't mean, like, someone in the negative terms, but, like, people's ideology of New York has been, I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to network my ass off. I'm going to get there. I'm going to make it. I'm going to grind. I'm going to grind. Like, chill the fuck out. It's funny how people don't see all these posers in New York. People don't talk about posers I, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's the yeah. same thing with, with LA. But like the thing with LA is that we chill. If we gonna be a poser and we are gonna be kicking it, we gonna chill. Like New York, there is no chill. Like New York is like, especially with the weather, like all that shit. Right. Yeah. But like, you know who the creative mecca is? It's not New York anymore. It's LA. Very. It is. There's been a huge migration to LA, but but now, oh, yeah. but now they're saying that's bad now. You know that, right? That CNN reported. No, LA Times did a, like a, a report about like too many people love LA, and now it's like oversaturation of people. It I mean, is. the yeah. pollution. We're yeah. gonna die. No. I forget about. I forget oh, about the smog. Like, no. uh, it's really. I bad, forget about yeah. it. I'm it's not gonna lie. Really I forget about. Mm. It's 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 really no. It There's is so many people who dr- I we drive cars like we don't carpool for real. No, I drive yeah. in my car alone all the time. Hello, Bro, talk same. Everyone in yeah. LA does it. Like that makes sense with the traffic, all the smog just builds up. Yeah. yeah. So but then many again, people. responsible yeah. for killing the ozone layer. In comparison, in comparison to New York, too, when you think about it, they're in the same boat, but just a condensed like area. But yeah, LA we're all because they're like on a fucking island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so many people on, a, on just on a fucking island. I don't we're know though, but like, mm-hmm. I <laughs> but you know, I'd rather be with here. No water. Yeah. Well, we got enough shit. Drown. I got. I'm about to apply us, so or oh, shit. I need some water. Yeah, you <laughs> just, go to, just go down the street. Water, yeah. You're gonna die. I mean, shit. If y'all run out of water, and where you at? Shit, yeah. I'm right by the water. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I thought you were smoking. I thought you were smoking for a second, but it was just the it's way you were, you were holding. <laughs> the way you were holding it, I thought and you were holding like a blunt. <laughs> yeah, that was funny for a second. I was like, does he have a blunt? I'm just. I, a I wish I hand. did right now. Let me take that. Back. I thought you had a disclaimer. Yeah, who who cares? But it is what it is. I don't know. It's legal here. I I, I would rather love weed. That too. Hello, uh, come on. Proposition sixty four. I still need to get a card. I need to renew mine. I need to get one. I heard it's pretty easy. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get it like over the phone. Yeah. Oh, over the phone. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like Pick up the phone. Video yeah. Hey. Need to make a phone call after this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? What else? Topic number five. Let's see what I. Oh, uh, <laughs> this idea of like branding and stuff. Uh, something I really heard from. Have you guys? Did you guys see Scissors episode of Everyday Struggle? No, but I, I was. It, it was they good. Told me to watch that. It was really good. But uh, one thing that I really remembered from it was this idea that she said. Because uh, I think she was talking about uh, maybe her hair or something she was wearing or something, mm-hmm. or or what academics was wearing, and he was uh, basically led to this idea that routine is brand. And branding is unconscious. Like branding is almost natural in a way. So yeah. I was wondering where your thoughts were, where you guys' thoughts were about that. I agree. I mean, I second that. Yeah. As long <laughs> as I've known since I've pictured her with this big mm-hmm. hair. So branding is almost natural. So like, so uh, I don't know that that made me think of like brands themselves, like companies and stuff. So how do you, how does that? Because I feel like brands try to up themselves in a way, mm-hmm. but they still want to do something that's on, honest. So, well, how do you go about I think that? Like, there's a difference between like behavior and like oh, behavior. Looks, gotcha. Right? Okay. Because yeah. Coca-Cola, I mean, branding at the heart is like training for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're building a way for people to visually see you. Like Coca-Cola, when you see red. And when you see the like little line the they have, mm-hmm. 
that's psychologically taking me to a place of Coca-Cola. Yeah, or even the Pepsi colors, like the fact they have the three right. colors and stuff. Yeah. If you see all black with three stripes, you're trained to know that's Adidas. Adidas. Oh, I was like, right. I, I was really, I was thinking to myself, what brand is that? I was, while you were explaining, I was like, what brand is but that? But like, definitely no Converse. Yeah. Ooh, Converse is the star. Oh yeah, the star and everything. Levi is that like upside down crown. Yeah. Like, what you're doing is like a brand when you're building brands like you gotta build that that it's training mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's like see the thing for the like, saturation i mean like see the it thing is, right exactly yeah. hello you have to saturate yeah. people's minds yeah like, we'll forget about your ass yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah especially like, now see the thing always been the big hair right mm-hmm. so everybody when people see her with the big hair like they know that's scissor right. mm-hmm. you know and there's nothing wrong with that like i think that's where it should be like you don't have to overtly say i am coca-cola this is what we do like you don't have to put coca cola on your yeah the shit. most subtle things are really the most effective things for sure yeah i had a good I, example of that but i, I forgot about see, it see a swoosh yeah. yeah see a swoosh is just there and then the crazy part is it's a check mark but nike has branded mm-hmm. their own mark to be i heard that was like based on uh based on like a track that's where the swoosh comes from like i would be surprised yeah like uh like you know how that corner is on a track that's where it's based on yeah with that little yeah yeah I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't read up on the the idea of where it was based off of. I mm-hmm. know it was by like $60 she did it for. Oh, that is, I would, I don't know. For $20, one of the two. I don't know what I would do with myself if that happened to me. But you never know. Yeah. That's the thing. When you work with people, like, I know we're young creatives, but when you brand stuff, you don't know who's going to take off with your mm-hmm. shit. Something up and coming and stuff, because yeah. you don't know what opportunities create. Because I think I've known some people that, that did stuff with Kendrick before he blew up, and now... Uh, I don't know. Things They're are kicking themselves in the ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it happens. You know, mm-hmm. we, you can be an overnight success at any point. Look at the weekend. The weekend became famous after his three mixtapes mm-hmm. and blew the fuck. He's on the cover of Fortune now. Yeah, that's you crazy. Know? Like he was just some kid in the shadows, and now he's on the cover like that. Yeah, right. and you knew so him funny. based off of his hairstyle, mm-hmm. where it was like little like he three. He was so mysterious. Yeah, yeah. mysterious. He was the precursor to Frank. To be honest, because he was the same mysterious. Yeah. yeah. I will drop. I feel my like Frank was more out shit. there back in like 2012. Who? Frank, Frank, yeah, Frank was yeah. more out there. He was they were in the on, same cover, on like covers of the Fader and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Y'all and with Odd right. Future. You know, Odd Future. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Odd Future was like so long ago. Right. They just they like kind of broke up. With yeah, they did. Life, they just so. they just grew apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's just doing their own thing. Even Tyler, like I don't even think Tyler's really out there like that anymore. He's not. But he got a TV show with Viceland coming out again. That's true. And like and even Kevin, Kevin Abstract's doing something. Yeah, golf. golf. Yeah, golf. The festival. Oh yeah, he, no. uh, he's still doing one in November, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the free sales out. Yeah. Free I'm pretty I mean, sure even, the line will be really a, good. Even they have a brand. It's not super psychologically strong. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. The the whole golf thing. It's know? just like um. Yeah. In that. Uh, what is it? How America? Supreme. Uh, God damn yeah. it. Yeah. I'm over Supreme. Anybody else over Supreme? I am. At this point, like I, it's cool to see their collabs. Like they collab with everyone and their mom now, but. At this point, like I've given up on trying to get something from them. I don't that's, think I ever really that's, re- that's the definition of over like branding yourself. Like they collaborate with everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like they scream Supreme. I wish Supreme would just take out Supreme and just do like a red bar. It's interesting that it's so no, seriously. they they overdo it so much, but their stuff is so limited. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Well, because they made it like a collective thing. Now, yeah. You know, it was started as a clothing brand and like most clothing brands. Yeah. You get a certain level of success. It feels like you have to be, you have to suffocate the consumer at mm-hmm. that point. Right. Like off white. 
when yeah. it first started. I thought it was just something super artistic and not exclusive. I've now, never like, like you have to fight. To I've get never liked that. the off white thing. I, I, I'll admit it. Like I don't like those bars, like those diagonal but lines. It's, it's, it's once again over saturation. Virgil is a good designer. Mm-hmm. He's creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just did a show in Paris that was interesting. He did like the little projecting walls, and he had people walking through. He just did the Jordan collaboration where he took the actual swoosh off the shoe and wrote in what he wanted to do. He's a creative oh yeah, I dude. think I saw that joint. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a creative dude. But like the off white thing is now to me, it's it's too out there. It's mm-hmm. too like everybody has it. I don't have one. I but don't like, either. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's the thing like. I, you got an off-white shirt. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you have like a fear of God, like shoot, like the boots that he has, yeah. mm-hmm. really exclusive boots. Like you got those. Now I fuck with you heavy, but like an off-white shirt is just, eh. I think stuff like that, like the journey is more important than actually having it. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, like in, a good example I have, I have for that is maybe the anti-social social club is, yeah. uh, I camped overnight for one of their hoodies. And I think what uh it's a little more important to me because i was able to do that mm-hmm. uh like it's a, just a, a moment of the experience or pe- how people feel with uh with maybe supreme the fact that they camped out for it yeah well the whole thing with like fashion now it feels like you're not buying just a shirt you're buying an experience mm-hmm. which is cool that is true yeah but i feel That's like you have to switch it up because jordan <laughs> just did a, a collaboration a classic read like the vp of design redesign how many the- times are they going to re-release those jordans I don't know. They until, go, yeah. until, until the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess Jordan's saying that uh, Black Lives Matter finally, so I guess people can support him with an open heart. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm glad he just said something after how yeah. many years, but that's not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. But they did do a dope fashion show release. Oh, that mansion. Yeah, yeah, where there, there was like half black, half that, that shit was, was incredible. It was so simple. Yeah, so good, well designed. This, uh, that is yeah, like this brand I follow on Instagram. I think Hotel Creative. They did it, so shout out to them. Hotel Creative. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. Let me, let me write yeah, follow them. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do like experience stuff. Yeah, I think they do that's experience. What I want to do Ex- like create experience. Like I could see you doing like a pop up or something, making up, making a pop up or something. That is like, I found my purpose. Well, work there. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> a pop up like that shit but would be like, incredible. It's I don't want to say it's easy, but like even though they're saturated too, I'll, I'll admit it is yeah. oversaturated. Yeah. But like what Jordan did was get out, get a mansion, get a half black and white Ferrari, mm-hmm. and did a fashion shoot with an all black or all white mm-hmm. set of clothing, and had a fashion show. Yeah. I think Andre Power was even there too, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I just want to go. Yeah, it's just like it's so I think crazy. my homie Colin he went to it because I think uh, the place he works they were involved. So I mean, like it's just so interesting we're at that space, but like I think. Fashion within itself is an experiential mm-hmm. buy, not just like a piece of art. Yeah, like I don't give a fuck about Kanye West's like merch stuff, but like that whole like concert merch tour was fire to me. Yeah. I, just to, I just wanted one hoodie, and that's it. Yeah, just to say you were part just, of that experience. Just, yeah. just, like, just like when I get old and I frame it, yeah. but, like I was there when I got this hoodie mm-hmm. from like Kanye back in his heyday before he went crazy mm-hmm. and shit. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, a, I'm a frame that hoodie. I, I got mean, some. It's was, cheap yeah. as hell. It's a gilded hoodie. It ain't like it, it's exactly. Special. Like, right. I, that's what I'm like, like, you ain't playing nobody. I see what you're doing, Kanye. <laughs> I'm Our, like, absolutely. Right. Not. I don't want any of it. Something that's interesting, I think. Um, what was I about? What was I about to say? Would you? How would you feel if, uh, even though what you're producing, this back to this idea of fashion, doesn't really fu- fully reflect what you are as a brand, like with Kanye with the Confederate flag, mm. or, uh, mm. let's see. You talking about the politics behind it? Yeah, the politics behind it. How do you feel if people are still buying your shit even though like the politics don't reflect your brand? 
Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait. Let's re- let's rewind it back. Are you saying like if I get if I say I have a fashion brand mm-hmm. and I say I support Donald Trump? Exactly. Like just almost like in a rhetorical kind of way. I mean, in an ironic. I mean, way. if I had a fashion brand, if you are a Trump supporter, I don't give a fuck about you. That's mm-hmm. your life. I support everybody else. Mm-hmm. I support. Uh, Michelle and Obama and like, <laughs> the people who really help progress culture. Like, yeah. And sometimes like you can't I don't know. I don't know the best way to word it. Like you just have to wrong. come out the gate and tell people what you stand for. Like people buy what you stand for, not mm-hmm. the product. You know right. what I'm saying? We buy Apple products because it's an idea of innovation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We buy I mean, come on guys, like Jordans because like they're fresh for one, yeah. but like we buy because it's a it's an iconic shoe based off one of the best basketball players. One thing I would like to know, time. like, is the reason behind people buying certain things. Like, uh, like I'm pretty sure people buy Jordans, but they don't really know who Michael Jordan is or, or well, something I mean, like that. It's, it's gonna get to that point. Yeah. It's gonna get to that point. Like, I, it's interesting. Like, the longevity of Jordan has been based off it's, of our generation, yeah. our parent yeah. generation. But like, once it gets another generation ahead, like people don't know who Jordan. It's gonna be a research process. That's almost like it's natural exactly. rebranding in yeah, a way. Like yeah. I think that's cool. That's almost like natural rebranding in a way. Well, you're gonna have yeah. to because of the audience. I mean, they are Pe- so unaware. But Pepsi's been doing it for years. Yeah. Pepsi that's is known. Pepsi is known to be a culture appropriator. Yeah. When it first started out, it was the first group to hire. Come on, Marcus Graham, to hire <laughs> African Americans <laughs> to sell back to African Americans. Yeah. yeah. And, and they killed Michael Jackson, or they they I tried to they tried to kill Michael Jackson. They lit him on fire. Right. They lit him on fire. They tried to kill Michael Jackson. Guess what? Pepsi has stood the test of time by always latching on to those cultural Yeah. Moments. Yeah. That even though they'll do it horribly with that Kendall Jenner thing. I mean, yeah. Nike, Nike's doing the same thing. They're losing to Adidas, unfortunately, because Adidas has rebranded itself to fit American culture, where Adidas was a German sportswear brand. They couldn't do that in America. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to rock your shit because. Of course, America's working with Nike, but like when they rebranded and got Pharrell, they got when they got rappers, yeah. they got rappers, yeah. they got singers. People that said, original thing was the best movie they could have ever done. Well, that's yeah. that's. I mean, if you look at the 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 creator, the ECD of all of Adidas, he said like for us to succeed as a brand, we have to feel like the culture. We Isn't have to. John. It was a uh, Gil. Ugh, I don't know. I can't remember his name right now, but like in the article that he did with BuzzFeed, he talks about that. Like you have, we have to reflect what's going on in culture. We have to be not a sports brand anymore because everybody's a sports brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nike. I mean, that's what they're going through right now. I mean, why is Nike attached to Travis Scott? Why is Nike attached to? Wait, is Nike attached to Travis Scott? Yeah, he's. They do the the Nike Boy thing that he's been doing. Trust me. I'm not aware. Of, I know the Bryson Tiller thing, but I don't know the Travis Scott thing. He's he did he's the face of Vapormax. Oh, okay. Oh wait, no, because he was there for Air Max Day. That's right. He's, yeah, he's you're fa- right. You're he's right. Face of Vapormax. No, that's he's not an athlete. He's not an athlete in no sense. But like Nike understands that now. Like wow. not everybody can be an athlete. Not everybody can be a just do it superstar. Puma and Rihanna. Puma and Rihanna. Puma and Rihanna. You see what I'm saying? Like. The fitness, being a fitness brand, fashion. is mm-hmm. starting to transition to fashion. Yeah. And if you can't do both, then you're going to get lost in the wind. Yeah. At this point, you got to do it all. All right. You don't, do, you don't have to do it all, but like you have to understand like your lane. You have a lane, right? Mm-hmm. At the heart of every company in this world, you're in it to do business, right? Mm-hmm. So if your brand is like, I'm here to make money, you fall into every fucking category. 
Now, if you are a person to do business in sports brands, okay, cool. How many sports brands are there? How do you differentiate? Too many. Too many. Then under sports brands, what do you, how do you connect the people? If you're just like, everybody's an athlete. No, not really. Not anymore. Mm -mm. Because everybody's multifaceted. So now you got to hit all their range. Can you be an athlete and can you be an artist? artist. Mm -hmm. Can you be um, an athlete and And a a computer and a supermodel? Like you got to diversify. And Adidas did it so well. So now it feels natural. You know, it's a lifestyle. Nike was never a lifestyle. lifestyle. It it has to be a lifestyle. It has, yeah. to, it has to be. be. It has I to mean, be a lifestyle. A, you want people to wear your product every yeah. day. Like now, their now Nike understands. Like, oh shit, not everybody's an athlete. Right now, we got to make everybody feel like they're athletes, and that shoes. is fashionable. Yes, like, but that that's so late to me though, because it's been Air Force Ones have always been about like. I don't know, like it, style. It, it, was, it was a basketball shoe that right. we pulled to make it into a fashion. I think that's exactly. incredible how that happens like exactly. that. Like it'll naturally become because it becomes like such a like a culture cultural aspect that yeah. it, it almost becomes fat. It becomes fashion. Actually. But well, once again, the people makes culture, not yeah. the business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what they the once again the dollar signs talk, mm-hmm. right? Dollar signs and data. When you got people telling you like this is what the people want to do, and the data says this, and this is how we feel. That might not be necessarily true. So if you put out an Air Force One to be a basketball shoe, and the people are like, this ain't no fucking basketball right. shoe. This is I like, this is this. some casual <laughs> shit. Yeah. Now everything that you spend dollars on actually helped you in another limelight, but your insights were wrong. Yeah. And now you got to pivot from that. Mm-hmm. Now Air Force Ones is the, the iconic shoe mm-hmm. of like fashion for some people mm-hmm. for Nike. Yeah. That's crazy. Rainy enough. Yeah. Rainy enough. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised when I heard that. They were like, Air Force Ones were basketball shoes. I said, these clunky motherfuckers. I was like, yeah. who is hooping in those? Exactly. Though? Like, seriously. They hurt to walk in sometimes. Right. You trying not to break the crease? The crease, You trying not to decrease exactly. them, all I mean, that shit? Yeah. Even the Vapor Maxes. The Vapor Maxes are a fitness running shoe. Yeah. I would never run those Vapor Maxes. I'm going to swag those out. Exactly. Right. Like, at this point, like, with shoes like that, you almost seem like a fool just, like, going on the court wearing something, like, so fashionable. Like, exactly. like, uh, what's his name? Uh, but, but fitness wear is so comfortable, yeah. though. Fitness wear is really mm-hmm. comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. Travis Scott, that photo shoot, look it up. He has, like, athletic gear on, but he makes it look like it's super casual. Like, mm-hmm. I would rock it. Mm-hmm. I would wear that. It looks good. Because, I it. mean, a lot of people, the way that they design their athletic wear is stylish. Yeah, it's fashionable. stylish and comfortable. Want both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, athleisure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In yoga that, I, pants. Mean, I mean, that's the new, that's the new wave. Like mm-hmm. athleisure is the thing. Like I got if I can go. Wait, to yo, that's I never heard that term before. Now athleisure. Ath- athleisure. That's a real thing. It what? was on the news. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a craze. People don't know where it came from, but they rock it. That is like, amazing. It's like a specifically like like Lululemon. Right? Lululemon sells like hundred and fifty dollar yoga pants, y'all. And people buy it. And people buy wow. it. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, you know. Sweating. To people, do nothing. Exactly. But that should be comfortable. I'm telling you, my Nike yeah, gear, they are that made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should I rock it. I got this, like, Jordan hoodie that cut up at the sleeves. It's fresh as fuck. Yeah. I wear it. Rocking the fuck out of it. It's, it's urban. It's mm-hmm. the style. <laughs> I mean, but, like, like you said, it feels like 
damn, if I was in the marketing room like 20 years ago, I would have been said that. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Like, just Brought go the outside. leather jogging pants. The and they and they turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Adidas track pants. Like, yeah. Adidas track pants? What? Those are still iconic. Like even back Hell in like yeah. the 80s, like those just stuck around. They're so good. And a, a Adidas slides and Nike slides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? What's your preference? Adidas slides and Nike slides. Mm. Mm. I used to like Adidas, like how they had the little, the, the you know the little rubber parts that would stick out of the shoe in the bottom. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Kind of. But it, then it was like, this is stupid. Oh yeah, it just felt weird. Like it I didn't like so touching weird. it. It felt like yeah, it felt like a brush or something. Yeah, like I a don't really wear brush. slides, but like I kind of fuck with Nike. Nike's yeah, are like better. that big They're swoosh. It makes you feel good. Like. Yeah. I feel like a big Nike swoosh always makes you feel good. See, this is the issue. Like, I love Nike. You know, I love Nike. But mm-hmm. Like, they gotta stop. They gotta learn to stop putting check marks on everything. They got. It's gotta be. Like, That's like, the only way people will buy it. Yeah, but That's it's the way like people buy. Yeah. Like with Nike, like with, with Nike have, socks, Nike socks, socks for example. Like yeah. you would not buy those Nike socks if, if they didn't have that have that, that swoosh on them. Up here, no. Cause I love black socks. Black, so, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I wore, all the way up I've here. not worn white so socks since maybe since like Visible. seventh or eighth grade. I don't know. Yeah, like I forgot what brand. Like Polo, when they have a brand where they is like specifically all Polo. Yeah, and they don't have the horse on it. Remember when they made that horse bigger and that shit yeah, looked so like, stupid? No, Remember they made a bootleg brand of that? USS they did. Polo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They, they should they sell like TJ Maxx. They should they sell like TJ Maxx and Marshalls. Association. I used to think that was real shit too. I was like, where are they selling that here at, at TJ Maxx and Marshalls? Oh, I used to think that, that was like the real shit. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Back in my broke days, or I'm still in my broke days. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke days, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to make it out here. Hit me up. We're just trying to make it. Live, Something that's interesting that uh, I don't know. I don't know if I put in like an updated uh, version of sent you, but would y'all ever partner with someone like a spouse on opening an agency? You know. <laughs> Because exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, because like I follow someone or I follow a few people and they're like really these small up and coming agencies, but the partners are husband and wife. And I was like, would I do that? That's my job. They husband and wife. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would do that. I mean, I think like you have to understand your significant other's like chemistry. Mm-hmm. Some people can do it. Some people can. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's just work can be stressful and like you ha- you might have to like take that shit home <laughs> and like you need to do your, yeah. you need to do your job yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when will yeah. I get away exactly. from this shit exactly like you're pretty much going home to There's the co-owner no the balance. co-founder every night yes. yeah. that's not your wife that's a co-founder <laughs> like I mean, yeah. and then yeah. it's like just, you know they the say the kids have the yeah. kids oh no like, I don't know my my CEO. And president now, mm-hmm. he gave his wife the CEO position, which is interesting. <laughs> but like, they make it seem like it looks good. I yeah. mean, it feels. It right. looks good in pictures, but then I'm thinking like, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what that. I don't know what their life is, yeah. but they give me aspirations that it could happen. Right. But at the same time, I know what kind of person I am. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna go hard in the paint because mm-hmm. I'm like I need this shit done A B C D E yeah. F G. You like, can't come do, on, hun. You can't do like none of don't hunt me right now. We gotta like, get this shit. We done. gotta get this shit done. <laughs> and it's like I think if it just depends on your relationship. That is a good yeah. If you're like a hardcore relationship person, like 
I know for me, I'm very like, when it comes to business, I need it done. Mm-hmm. I can't have a wife that's like, you know, like free and this and mm-hmm. that. <laughs> You know, just chilling like in the, the business, yeah. in the business, running the business. You know, it's even saying? worse if they don't really have like a creative background, but they're st- but they're still trying to partner up with you. I mean, I don't think the background matters. Mm-hmm. I think like if you're gonna do a husband and wife like combination, you just need to know your role and that you have to stick it out because that could probably cause a divorce. Money is one of the biggest reasons for divorces. Mm. If you go start a business with somebody, that's even more money you got. That's an yeah. investment. That's money. That's stocks. You could build an empire. You could build your downfall. Exactly. <laughs> oh, speaking of empire, that's what happened in um, Empire. Exactly. Yeah, mm. I, we saw that unfold Family with business. yeah. Well, it works for some people. It works for some people. Yeah, but I mean, you you just you have to know your significant other. Oprah is single, so and she don't want to get married. Exactly. Oh, yeah. which is beautiful. <laughs> she ain't it. trying to get seven in half. No, yeah. she don't gotta give nobody. Anything. She ain't gotta give nobody. She gives out everything. She gives out is her choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really I respect her because she's like, I have my brand. I, I have my, my success. Exactly, I've earned it. Yes. I don't need nobody oh, else. Yeah. Like, I love her philosophy. Exactly, like marriages yeah. don't have to define you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's. Oh, I'm so Titles glad you said. I yeah. Swear to God. Let's go in. Go in. I, I love the fact that you just said marriage does not define us. We are moving away from that. Like I hate when people categorize millennials as like they're waiting to get married. They're doing nah. no, because we don't yeah. want to get exactly. Married. Right. Chilling. Chilling. Everybody trying to do. Everybody trying to find themselves right now. Like right. yeah, like there's the millennials wait till they're like thirty five to yeah. have kids. If we vibe, we is vibe. That yeah, bad? Is, is it bad? <laughs> is it <laughs> bad? Something wrong with that? No, I it's can't like, just be thirty five. They're, just, they're like, looking okay, at the big picture of like you being old as fuck at your at your kids' graduation, but I who cares? Exactly. Nobody cares. Exactly. Nobody, Nobody cares. I just need to raise your ass. Exactly. Eighteen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. eighteen years. I mean, even I from yeah. even my standpoint, like, I'm not trying to. I'm not even trying to talk to anybody. I'm just trying to get my grind. Exactly. Literally. I'm trying. Like you got to get yourself together before you able to like. Because find, find and we live in that and we live in a generation where like once again going by social media, like we bash people for not being on a shit as people of color mm-hmm. like yeah. people always talk about like I don't want nobody who broke I want my paper to have my <laughs> shit and so first yeah. off I ain't got no time yeah. I, yeah. I ain't got private yeah. no he can't girls. do this I, I seen this the conversation I've seen this conversation I seen this conversation yo where they were talking about um, this one girl on Facebook at post I don't believe in paying for half my nigga gonna pay for all of it and I'm just gonna pay for the groceries I said, wow. That's, oh. that's not I, and, they, and I was reading the comments, <laughs> and they were like, once again, social media, bitch, you got us fucked up. You don't understand. We have a lot of money. And her responses were, well, like, you're supposed to be the breadwinner of the house. And it's like, look, what year are you living in? This is not yeah, 1950s. Exactly. This is not 1920s. Technically, as a woman, you should be proud and not trying to give permission. You want I'm not trying to give permission, but like women are killing it. Black women are killing it today. Like you mm-hmm. are almost the breadwinners. Mm-hmm. You are the breadwinners today. So it's like when I see a, a, a specifically a black woman say, "My nigga got to be the breadwinner." It's like you're limiting yourself. Like there yeah, is no gender. There's yeah. no gender breadwinner. Like now everybody's a breadwinner. Yeah. And for you to sit there and marginalize black men and say, like, you have to be the breadwinner of the house, I'm gonna pay for the groceries. Yeah. It's like, 
Compare your purpose to that purpose. Exactly. You're undermining do your you, own accomplishments. Do you feel achievement. good that you're saving your money and the person that actually cares and loves you is paying for all your mm-hmm. shit to just survive? But that shows he loves me. No. no. <laughs> exactly. And that's why, that's, that's why money it. is the issue for most relationships because yeah. like people put that at the forefront. Mm-hmm. It used to be sex. Now it's not even sex. It's just money. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a lot of it. So mm-hmm. it's like... I'm <laughs> 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 debt. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just a funny a good world. That's why I'm not trying to talk to nobody. Years. I was like, <laughs> I need a good 10 years. <laughs> you think I'm about to have a... a, a hell no. Damn. Not for the marriage y'all want. Exactly. I want to go on trips. Exactly. I want to be like living, out living here. Living lavish. Bro, yes. I, I'm yeah. telling you. I'm not yes. trying to do this. Let's struggle together shit. No. Yeah, no. And I love, I, yeah. I love when older yeah. people come to me like, you're young, you can do X, Y, and Z. Enjoy that. I'm using the shit out of that. Yeah. yeah. My dad told me... Don't be in a rush. Exactly. Like, down. fuck people asking, like, when are you going to settle down? No. I'm chilling. Yeah. Me, settle I'm down? settled down yeah. right now <laughs> with myself. Yeah. Hold it down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, that, can have, you can have a little bay every now and then. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck a bay. I'm trying to get my money. I mean, <laughs> you know. Once yeah. again, that's why I can't you, open you, shit yeah. with nobody. You need you just, people <laughs> that you connect with in life. Like, that you have I love yeah, her yeah. that loves my money. But I'm trying but, to do my shit. I'm not, Dave, so I, I'm not Dave Chappelle me. Where I go like this and get off the money. <laughs> oh, man. But no, nah, it just it gets you know dating in this era is just it, it it's draining. It's time to it is, me. yeah, it's but, so like, draining because I don't I don't need a, I don't need nobody yeah. on my side. On I'm on waves where I'll try try to date and then I'm like you know what I, I'm gonna I stop hopped, for a second. I, I hopped off the wave. Yeah, I stopped. Yeah. yeah, I hopped off the wave like last month because it's. I realize what kind of person I am. I don't try to talk to nobody. I don't care about sending messages to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that shit. Is draining. It is, no, it, it, it is draining. It is yeah. draining, and people get mad at you. Like the whole like you seen the little Facebook thing with the Barbies and the girls going off about like you didn't text me. Nah, and I could have been dead somewhere. Like there's people who actually think that way. At that point, people become. Pe- I feel like people are pettier now than ever because of that. Well, they are. Yeah. People are both men and women are both petty. Like for me, if I'm talking to you. If you expect me to text you every minute on the minute, yeah. I, you got another thing fucked up. <laughs> I'm busy too. Or yeah. even if you text me and I'm asleep and then I don't text you back. Yeah. And I'll take I'll hit yeah. you back eventually. Yeah. But see, I People fuck get with that. so mad about that. I fuck with that. I, if I text you and you don't text back, I'm not hurt. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not I got a life to, yeah, I got a life I'm living. I'm cool. Exactly. But you know, but you know what's the cause of that though? I believe the cause of that is just the numerous amount of cheating at our young age. Because yeah. people are always paranoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's sad to say, cheating but like if you don't text back, people do think, "Oh, she with some yeah. other nigga. Mm-hmm. She yeah. out here doing something." It's like maybe not. But there are some will try yeah. that, that that limit. Some mm-hmm. people will do that. But me, if I text you, you don't text back. I don't give a fuck. I don't mean we call me. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, just hit me back. I mean, I ain't do that. So and then three days later, hey, like no, it's too late. Now. I don't like. I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not three days later. Or though, even with the like, read receipt, where you just see they read it and then they're, ooh, they're just, yeah, that's that's cool. That's cold right there. Okay. And if it's somebody you want, but if it's somebody you want to talk to, you will hit them back within yeah. like 12, 24 hours. Yeah, you will. 12? Even if it's but don't just do like, like that double texting. Hey, sorry, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, you'll let you'll communicate. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Them. If they care, they'll resp- if they care, they communicate. Exactly. That's how it, that's how it goes down. Like Literally. that's the one thing you should always remember. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. 
I like how we went on like that dating tangent. I, can talk about I feel like each episode day. like eventually talks about a dating tangent. We can talk about psychology, branding, yeah. and design mm-hmm. when it comes to like people <laughs> issues. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's, it's part of the branding, it's part of the communication that we're building, or the whole collective community kind of thing, but more in like a I guess like a romantic kind of kind of way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to bridge a gap here. I'm trying to build a ga- bridge a gap. Bridge it. Come on. Yeah. I think I. We wait. We wait I, for you. I, I think I did. I think we, I think I brought it home. Oh shit. <laughs> I like to think so. No, that leads to something else because uh, that I was talking about that I feel like most of the stuff we do is unfinished. Like, I feel like everything we do is like 80% done, but we just put it out there. That's fine. For sure. For sure? I, I, I don't think nothing wrong with that. You got to learn how to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to learn how to fight your battles. You have to learn how as a creative, as a designer, as a photographer, like, mm-hmm. you know, the... Take the moment, use the moment, make it great, and then when the deadline hits, just be confident that your shit. <laughs> exactly, because cool. I feel like we're so we're like such perfectionists now, but at the same time, sometimes those imperfections are what make things the best in a way, or or like that eighty percent, it almost gives you room for feedback, which is great, mm-hmm. which is always amazing to me. Well, the thing is, I, I, this is like my analogy, right? Go for it, and this and take it or leave it. Call me crazy, don't call me crazy, but like. If God were to have created perfect humans, we wouldn't have tension, we wouldn't have art, we wouldn't have creativity. Because right. the birth of art and creativity is based off of tension. It's based off of different viewpoints. It's based off of struggle, right? Mm-hmm. And interpreting the world and how you see it. So if we as people were perfect from the jump, we wouldn't have conflict. Perfect. We wouldn't have stories to tell. And we right. wouldn't have essentially civilization through the lens of art. Mm-hmm. You know, So if that's a testament for me, in my work, like if I send something that's not perfect, oh well, cool. It's as perfect as it will be. Exactly. And you will like it for the purpose and the intent. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The art will keep moving and the work will keep getting better and you will keep growing. Right. Because we pay too much attention to like the minor stuff, but we realize that the overall impact is so great that that shit doesn't matter. Right. right. Yeah. I don't. To me, I don't believe in perfection. Mm-hmm. What what is, the, what is what perfection? is the what is the idea of perfection? Because if it's perfect, then there will be problems solved in our society, mm-hmm. right? Because, and I know this is getting super like heady, but not nah, as cool. It, it, I mean, it's true. We believe perfection is a thing. We define perfection, but have we truly seen it in the world? No. Because no. Beyonce is perfect as she is. She's not perfect. She it's has right. flaws. She has points and references. She that, farts like the rest of us. Right. She has oh, good. Yeah, she has good songs and she has bad songs. She has not so good songs. How right? dare you? Oh, Beehive, come for him. No, whatever. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> it is what I'm it is. joking. I mean, but I mean, she has not so good. songs. Not so good songs. No I, bad songs. I, to some people, you know. Right. Yeah. The, the Rihanna good. Navy. There's people in the world that don't Rihanna. even. They probably don't even like Beyonce. Right. Oh, that's true. Sure. They're a rare breed, but they're out there. That's still to the point, like. She's not a perfect entity, mm-hmm. an entity right. to everybody. She's pretty close. She's mm-hmm. pretty damn close. She's, she's pretty, pretty close, close, yeah. To our idea. idea. Yeah. Right. But she's not there. No. no. You know? Her breath always says. <laughs> 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 it's how you said it. She's like, <laughs> her breath. It got to be got, She got morning like breath that. like the rest of us. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but that's great. That, that those little, she's those small she's things human, yeah. make her human. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to, we talked about it at work, and my shout out, shout out to my uh, chief create uh, chief uh, strategy officer KJ. I love KJ. Mm-hmm. But we had a conversation about 
Beyonce being so like polished in execution and just like mm-hmm. her style, like wouldn't it be a treat to see her in her like just raw everyday form? Like what could she create around that? Mm-hmm. And I argue that's, that's Solange. If you to be honest, Solange basically is that. Yeah, is the, is the raw form of Beyonce. Yeah, which is which is great. I mean, some people are like you can't compare that to her. Because I feel like, like Solange it's... actually rubbed off on Beyonce in a way that that Solange wasn't ready for at the time. Talk more about Solange, that. Right. Like uh like with Lemonade, I feel like I feel like that could have been birthed from Solange or something. I feel like Solange yeah. basically pushed those ideas. Or you know how uh they did on Keen Pill those Obama like Obama's like how mm-hmm. he felt. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's Solange. Solange is basically cause uh Beyonce has put on this persona basically just being so calm and unbothered and, mm-hmm. but I think the one thing I love about Solange, she has a chance to go outside of that which is which is a blessing. Like people would say that's a curse, but it's a blessing that she's able to express herself a little more no, than she, Beyonce. She, it's a curse because she had no opportunity, no other opportunity. Oh, right, that's a good point. You can't go against your sister in the same format, no. but she's taking it in a positive light, which I think that, is great. But she's but different, a, though. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's the positivity about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like the route was carved out for her from jump, but like the way she's doing it and owning it, it's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love it. She's like, she's taking like, I think it's, she's so great to talk about because, uh, she, I think she's gone through so much progression and growth, like, uh, with the stuff she's done at the beginning where mm-hmm. she was just like the 16 year old and she was on Johnson family vacation yeah. and shit. Yeah. And she's growing. <laughs> and she's oh, growing. proud like, family oh, yeah. theme song. Her, oh, no, yeah. Did you see that video of her performing it? Like, I think, Mm-mm. I think she did it maybe last week or so yeah. at one of her shows. She did the, the theme song live at one of her shows. Which I saw cool. that video. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. She's tight. I, I love, love how people her. embrace that. I think like Will, Willow, she still does I whip my hair, but she does like a more acoustic version when she performs. Oh, well, like that. But this is, this is an interesting thing. The, the the Will Smith kids. You know, I can't. I I don't know what to make of them. <laughs> I, I know I I don't because they're woke as fuck. They they are. <laughs> but I do declare it's 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 interesting because I don't know where their career or where their life is going to go. They're so talented. They yeah. are extremely talented. They're interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Willow posted on her social media, she was about to, like, shoot a bow and arrow. And I'm like, why is this interesting? She did a, she did a um, video, a spot with, I believe it's Gucci or it was um, Prada, one of the, like, big purse companies. And her, like, her aesthetic is just is natural and it's unique and it's interesting. But... The trajectory of where she can go in the future, ten years, five years from now, is is so undetermined. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a good thing or that's a bad. I thing. I think it's good because cool. it's not set in stone. Because I think they're going through the same thing that Solange had to go through. That they came from this, uh, this yeah, the superstar, this <laughs> template. So they're basically trying their best to be anything but that. Yeah, in a way, but they're trying their best to be themselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a like, good. That's a better way to say it. They yeah. don't want to be. That's, and you know the interesting thing about that is that it's not a lot of artists that start from the ground root of being themselves and continue that. Yeah, most the people have an image yeah. like they come out the gate with. I don't want to see this go anywhere. Like yeah. not right. like in, but like I want to see it maintained through the years. Of I how, think it will because yeah. their parents encourage that. Mm-hmm. Like their parents really do mm-hmm. say like be you, do you. Yeah, you and know? this is the this is the fruits from that. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because we mm-hmm. did us. Oh. Sorry. Yep. No, they really like they just really like they're themselves. I, I yeah. think a lot you don't really see that a lot, especially with people that are like twice their age. Yep. That they've they've already found this path of what of where they want to go and just go further from that. Like 
That's a good conversation because one thing I really liked this week was Jaden's Batman video. Have you seen? Yeah, I've seen it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. He's like protecting the city from. I yeah, what was the idea? He's like Bruce Wayne or some shit. And yeah, he's, he's on. Uh, he's on Hollywood Boulevard with all the other people, with mm-hmm. all the other superheroes, and he's in his white Batman costume that he wore at Kim and Connie's wedding. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I didn't know he still had it, which is really cool. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, like. At this point, I think we've we've come to a point where experimentation it's one of the most beautiful things you can do now. We have we need it. Yeah, we yeah. need it more than ever. I think we fell into a a a hamster wheel at one point. Mm. If you look at the current state of hip hop, it's a hamster wheel of people repeating the mm-hmm. same style of rap. Yeah, not that it's a bad thing, but it's like we need differentiation somewhere. We need yeah. to change. Like as much as people maybe hate a young thug or a little yachty or a little Uzi, they're they're almost like revolutionizing shit. Like mm-hmm. as much as you want to, you can complain about mumble rap. It's, it's almost fighting the norm, which, yeah. which I think, which I always appreciate. Well, it's history repeating itself. I exactly. mean, when hip hop first started, I mean, they had backlash. That is the true. Old yeah. OGs, where it's like, mm-hmm. don't listen to this shit. This is garbage. This is mess. And mm-hmm. now it's repeating. But the thing is, most of the people who started hip hop, they didn't have a precursor. Mm-hmm. They really didn't have a precursor. They were the beginners who they, got backlash. Yeah. And now that exactly. they're the OGs, they're seeing how history started for mm-hmm. them and they're giving them shit which is not bad it's just how generations work i mean grandpa versus dad versus the son you know mm-hmm. the dad fucked up at one point and the granddad fucked up yeah. at one point everybody you know it's just natural progression but i think for the kid in the situation which is the mumble rap hip-hop i think it's just going in this like this circle mm-hmm. and like the kids who are standing out like the willows or like the franks they really have to do some experimentation to carve out their lane. Mm-hmm. They have to do some heavy experimentation. Yeah, definitely. Like the things are they're mo- they're really important are just impact and controversy yeah. for sure. I mean, did y'all, did y'all watch the um, Everyday Struggle episode when they talked about um, a uh, a timeless album? Timeless out. A classic album. Like yeah. That? Oh yeah. When they, they were talking about like the length of a classic album, or yeah, well, they were talking about what makes a classic album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, there were some interesting statements. Wait, shout out to Joe right, Burton. I, I think like, he's doing oh, his pool party right now. Well, his pool party's happening right said, now. They um, said, I think some of the points that were made that the album has to be able to be listened without any skips. Mm-hmm. It has to depend on uh, the curation of the work and mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. So, like, what at that current time did we feel and how did you impact that or evolve the culture? Mm-hmm. Um, Shit. At any point, in any type of time, 2002, 2020, 2040, can we still listen to that album and still feel the same type of way as we did back in time? Mm-hmm. I can listen to 21 by Adele. That album, I can seriously still play that whole thing mm-hmm. all the way through. That is such a piece of art. That is such a piece and that, of... And that also had impact, too. <sighs> yeah. That was it her was second so... album. And she was talking about, you know, breakup and the struggle so mm-hmm. of just overcoming, overcoming. that relationship. Mm-hmm. It was you a know? story. That's story It's a story. Arc. It's a relatable as fuck. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And, and her voice is incredible. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like... Um, so soulful. Those <laughs> albums that can progress past the artist's, so like, cool. fandom. Like, there is, like cult classics and there are classics yeah classics are the ones that regardless if you hate the artist love the artist you're a mediocre fan of the artist you can relate to this album it's a good album Mm -hmm. you have cult classics where it talks about the idea of like they're the classic under the artist like adele's classics may be a cult classic for adele fans Mm -hmm. right but not a, a cultural classic 
for across all oh like how um I don't know. This might be a terrible example, but like certain Spike Lee movies, there might be a cult classic, but yeah. certain, yeah. but like they're n- maybe not an overall classic. Yep. Like, like maybe Do the Right Thing is a classic, but maybe like Mo Better Blues or something is like a yeah. cult classic. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I mean, it's like once again, we always talk about Kanye here, but like Kanye's graduation, yeah. that era. No matter if you're Those a rock fan, if you're a classical music fan, uh, if you're this, but you know and you feel what Kanye's coming from mm-hmm. on those beginning trilogies. Mm-hmm. And that's why that will always be a classic. Yeah. You know? And then you also talk about impact, and we're just like, who did you give birth to? Like, Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon could oh be considered God. a classic yeah. because that gave birth it's to a so new. This so much. Yeah, like Travis Scott so definitely owes, like, he, as much as he talks about he stands for Cuddy, like, he owes the sound to him and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really great. Like, the synthesizer yeah. type of. Voice. Yeah, where yes. do you think that came from? I, I wonder where. He, where Cuddy even got inspired from, uh, from you know, that. I mean, you know, Kitty's inspiration is is universal music. It's like a birth from like EDM and rock. rock you know, yes. mm-hmm. you can. It's like generally how music has always operated. It's birthed or been inspired by the previous sound. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You know, Kid Cuddy. Like if you listen to his shit, he's very hip hop based, of course. But you can hear his subtle flavors yeah. from yes. rock so much, yeah, and a little bit of like pop and EDM, and he created a vibe from that. Mm-hmm. Now, did it stand the test of time after? Man on the Moon one and two, and no, I don't know. But his new album, uh, what is, I can't remember the name of it, like Demon Slaying shit. Oh, and and Nightmares. Yeah. And oh yeah, shit. yeah. It Sounds was good. Like we know the one. I, like I, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It, it was like the old Cuddy again. It was it was new. But it, it was a little bit long, the old Cuddy, but it was fresh. Long, which is really good. You know, so that was the idea. I feel like good classic album. That stand test time have to have a it has to give birth to new sound and has to make an impact. What are right, we talked about twenty one for you? What uh, but what uh, what's a what's a classic for you? Or you probably already mentioned it. Who eight oh eight eight oh eight for you? Eight oh eight because I think that was like That's a good album. Mm-hmm. I think everybody was going through it. I don't know when it came out. I think it was like during like yeah I used to uh, it, came the, out, it was like during the market crash I believe. I think that's when it was like two thousand eight. Yeah, two like two thousand eight ish. Yeah, that's when I yeah, think that's when yeah, the, when the I remember, got yeah. bad. I do remember that too. I was like super sad at the time. So I mean, shit, everybody was sad. Yeah. There ain't no money in the streets, but like I remember all my friends hated it. But I was the only one that liked it. Let me know. Yeah. Like street lights are so do good. Do I still <laughs> get time to grow? Like Bad News is still one, hey, one of my favorite songs. Like how sad he sounds. It so. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. Let me. Seems like, like street, street lights, lights glowing. <laughs> to be just like moments passing in front of me. So I hopped in the cabin. I paid my best. <laughs> I know my destination. I'm just not That's deep. That's yeah, a deep lyric. So street. That is a deep, that is a deep <laughs> lyric. So but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The content, it really just hits you. The content was so good. Yeah, it touches you. But it was so ahead of its time. It yeah. was so ahead of its time. Yeah, I love when I was like that, just ahead of their time. Like, they might not get the love they deserve, but you realize... Their impact over time. For I mean, sure. like Travis Scott, nine hundred two one zero. That that whole that whole album. I don't know the name. It was like Rodeo, I believe. Oh Rodeo. yeah, Rodeo. That was ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah. I went, that's my gym song now. Yeah, even like Birds and Trap. Now it's like incredible. Like each song after each song is just incredible. Yeah. yeah, like that kid is a Travis. genius. Yeah, Birds and Trap, Sing McKnight. Mm-hmm. 
even the rivalry night thing that was so clever yeah it was yeah it is that i gotta watch that video again even his tour is like just incredible like that big eagle that animatronic thing yeah i think he gave it a name well <laughs> mcknight no no because that wouldn't make sense i was called like jarvis oh like iron man I don't know. No, I, that's kind of whatever. I uh, we're probably gonna close out on this pretty soon because you you got to dip out today. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to I want to keep you here for too long. I want to let you uh, catch that panel. Uh, but before we close out, I want to hear from both of you something you uh you loved, hated, and created this week. Ooh. That's usually my, that's usually, <laughs> that's usually my ending question. Like. Or like loved and hated is usually just something you experienced or something right. maybe you watched or uh, just something you you you've experienced over the weekend and something you created maybe you can even talk about like a fucking chicken salad sandwich you make that could be something creative you made. No, I know. love this question. Yeah, <laughs> but this is like something continuous because uh, mm-hmm. homie and mine actually liked it, so I just it just kept it going. Go, Anthony. You want me to go? Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, whatever, whatever I created. Uh, you can talk about something you made at work if I don't know, or maybe something. Well, or like I maybe create, like a, I mean, yeah. like if if it's anything, I made the design for my uh, agency's website, which will be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shout out, a little, a little happy about that. Uh, what I've hated, I created a peanut butter jelly sandwich <laughs> for the sake of fitness, and it was disgusting. <laughs> like whoever made peanut butter is just like. You don't like peanut butter. You don't like you just you just shit on George Washington Carver. I love him. He's a great guy. Great. In <laughs> but if we need some, we need some flavor. A black man made peanut butter, I, and I'm happy for him. But like the peanut butter ain't got no flavor. None. Thank you for the peanut butter. I'm low key. Like this is this is a dumbass. All right. Thing for me, but I like to think of Nutella and strawberry jam as like a, a fancy PB and J. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that white people shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like avocado toast. I've never had avocado <laughs> toast. <laughs> no, that's a California that thing. That's, that's oh, yeah. a real California thing. Yeah, I, I don't even. I love I'm, avocado. Yeah. I don't really. I like guacamole. Oh hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really yeah. fuck with avocado. Yeah, like people like make like like those avocados on bread. And I'm like, what is that? No, that's a lot. That's weird. That's yeah. the devil. Yeah. That's the devil talking. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, what was something you loved? What yeah, was something you loved? What it? Yeah, yeah. Was reason something? why I loved it. Some, no, no. Something, something you loved about this week. Something, said, I told you. You said created. You, you, you said created and hated. hated. What was oh, something you loved? What I loved this week? I don't know. Hmm. Like a video you maybe saw, or maybe there was no traffic on the way to work. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I seen Steph Curry get his championship. Oh wait, what? You were rooting for the Cavs, though. I mean, I'm happy for Steph. I'm a LeBron fan, mm-hmm. and I, I'm very pissed off that KD bought his ring at Walmart. You know? Wait, what? I'm just saying, I don't like KD. He should have. He should not. <laughs> not. No, the one thing I gotta say about that is that. At mm-hmm. least because KD got traded, he got the ring. I would have been madder if he if he got yeah, traded. He did all that just to not get a ring. Right. I would be like that. You look, don't you look so stupid? I mean, but like LeBron didn't get his ring his first year when he was in Miami. That is, I mean, that's in the past though. <laughs> <laughs> you doing that that Joe Button like girl? Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you that. No, please. Yeah, no. I got a like academic situation. What about you, Ashley? Oh boy, <laughs> hate it. I hate it. Hated it. I didn't like the fact that I got 
I didn't entirely like the fact that I got laid off this week, but you know, it was a blessing. Um, always a blessing. That's that's. I guess I don't know. I hated it though. I'll just mm-hmm. put that as my hate because it was it was a shift. Mm-hmm. It was a break in my life flow. But yeah, that I hate it was when a that disruptor. Happens. Yeah. Um, created. Well, I got to go to a co-working event because I got laid off this week. So I had the whole day. No, I love that. Like, <laughs> like, what do you realize when you get laid off is that there's so much that you can do during the day? Exactly. Yeah. I went to this yeah. event and it was like for black female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and I got to go and shoot. So that was like what I loved creating. And what I love this week is that I got to... Just like every day after Tuesday felt like Saturday. So I was say my friend was in town. Oh, you got laid off on Tuesday. Yeah. Damn. So my my friend was in town like all week and we just kicked it. Like I just stayed out all night and was just like loving it. I was mm-hmm. just having a good time. Like I didn't even feel that stressed out about the fact that I'm unemployed now. But I was just it was just a good time, good vibes. Yeah, it's fun I employment right good now. Connections. Yeah. Like summer's all about fun of you're gonna ride the way. Like summer, everybody, summer's all about fun employment. You're gonna make it. Yep. You're gonna make it. Oh yeah. So bigger no and better. Doubt. No doubt about it. Should so. I go? Like I don't know if sometimes I'll I'll say something I love hating created, sometimes I won't. Uh I guess I'll go. Uh <laughs> something I loved about this week was I don't know, so, something I love was I will say I guess I'll talk about the Jaden Batman video. I really like that because mm. uh, Jaden's really cool. Like sidebar, the hat I'm wearing, Jaden Smith actually handed to me. Real talk. He had a he had a meetup in in Malibu, and then he was just basically just giving out all this misfit misfits stuff, and he gave me he gave me a hat. Uh, something I, I hated about this week. I said the Tupac movie because I mm. knew that was gonna be trash from the beginning. I didn't go. So and that was kind of disrespectful that they would make a terrible movie on his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like. So he's somewhere in Cuba, basically writing a terrible Rotten Tomatoes review. Like <laughs> he wrote a Rotten Tomatoes review, like terrible. I, I mean, he wasn't portrayed like this. <laughs> I, I mean, he. <laughs> All right, and then something I created this week. Um, let's see. I, I'm really in getting into motion graphics a little more. Hey. With uh, with work, like they keep pushing me to do all these animations for uh, for our client because our client is LA2024. So I've been doing like all these motion graphics gifts and I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with it. And I, I really want to be, I guess, intermediate but with After Effects by the end of the mm-hmm. summer. Like, I feel like I'm like slightly above beginning, but I would like to be, you know, I guess, like intermediate by the end Solid of the summer. Trust yeah. me, it's easy. You just yeah. spend time. Like I used to do, I used to do it the cheap way in Photoshop. I used to do all the animation in Photoshop, but I'm, I just I weaned off that. Which is <laughs> not that often. I mean, it's fun though. <laughs> It's a quick way to just get shit done. It's a little, you know. But you, I would do it frame by frame by frame by yeah. frame, and that made me want to kill myself. Yeah. Mm-mm. I gotta learn. I want to learn. I want to do more videos. Yeah, I want to learn. Same I, here. I want to learn Premiere. No, what about yeah. that equipment you got? How, how's that going with that? I'm ready but to you shoot. You got black yeah. magic? Black magic? Yeah. Turn up. Hey, like, black magic. I can see you doing something killer during the summer. Like, I yeah. want to. The thing is, I don't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So when you, get, when you get video, like when you want to shoot a concept, you have to find the people. Yeah. You got a cast. No, Issa Rae, she, she found like all those people through, Craig, through Craigslist when she did like animated uh, mm-hmm. Opera Black Girl just off Craigslist. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's... Yeah, I tried that too. Like it's I tried easy. looking for people. I'm waiting for my I'm waiting for my my line brother, my my profile to get here. We're gonna shoot some stuff. He's an actor. Nice. And 
probably constant from there, but like I'm trying, I'm actually trying to shoot some real like good shit. That could be fun. Plus, you're like right by the beach, so it's like got perfect scenery right there. Make mm-hmm. a video for me. What do you want to shoot? I want you to shoot. I want you to make a promo video for my business, for my photography. First gig right so there. Shoot me shooting with a model. You're gonna be like, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you like the the behind the scenes, basically? Basically, the, yeah. but like, you know, something cute. I don't know. I'm with it. Something nice. No, can I talk about real quick? I hate how... You're closing out. I was going to close out, but I'm going to say one quick thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I should have closed out, but... Right. What, is so, what is so funny? Nothing. The way I'm I laughing it. at Anthony. Oh. No, uh, no, because that made me have much... I, I know, like... Uh, <laughs> if you want to leave right now, you, you can. No, no, no. Okay, okay. The one thing I fucking hate is that I hate when uh, non-designers will be like, "Just make something cool." It makes me want to choke the fuck out of them. Because <laughs> 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 you just made me think of that. Because you were talking about like advice. you're like, just make something cool. And I, I don't know what the fuck that means. So don't. So you know what? I mean, it's different for video though. Yeah, it is different for video. Video is like you want behind the scenes. I got you behind the scenes. Yeah, design was yeah. like. Make it look good, and it's like, what the fuck is good to you? Exactly, this already this already isn't good. <laughs> but yeah, that I probably ran about that another time. I, I we're we're on a running time crunch, so uh, this is gonna wrap up episode. Thir- wow, I was about to say thirteen. This is episode fifteen of the deluxe version. Oh, that's my number, my line number. Oh, hey. perfect time, and then you here for a reason. No, <laughs> and uh, we'll ca- we'll catch up with y'all. You planned that. We you planned this. What can, no. what can no. I say? What can I say? What can I say? I'm a mastermind. Oh Lord, goodbye. <laughs> we'll talk with y'all next week. Peace. All right. Bye. Sayonara.